What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back, 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 back. Chicken Bark. <laughs> back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski, the longest running episodic program here in this sphere on YouTube. All right. Going on four years strong running the Monday Night Roski. And we appreciate you for being here today. Subject matter, here's how the last 40 years becomes every man's burden. From party girl phase to economic hardship, why is it that it's so difficult to get the women in our life who bring confusion-ish? So like Nina win New Jack, I'll cancel that bitch, look at me. This is the life I chose. Niggas around me so flows. Damn, my heart done froze. I built my empire on the low. The knocks don't know why I'm the weatherman. I take that coca leaf and make that snow. Um, anyway, sometimes I snap out. It's the Tourette's. But uh, here's the thing. How come sometimes we try our best to educate the women in our lives? You know what I mean? And we sit them down and we say, look, ma'am, it's going to be hard. Pause. Is going to be hard. And here's the thing. <laughs> I can't remember names, but I can't, I got the rap lyrics down. My father told me that too. My my father told me that too. Um, here's the thing, man. Uh, we have a lot of women on our lives. You might have daughters, you might have mothers, you might have nieces, you might have cousins, you might have grandmothers, and all of these things. And uh, the first 40 years of life are so valuable. A lot of good things happening here. We're gonna talk about that. And then all of a sudden, they experience a little bit of strife, trauma. And then they start singing that sad song. Just another sad love song racking my brain like crazy. And it's all torn up. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, man. These are going to be definitely uh, dastardly times here coming up in this economic hardship. And we're seeing some women doing some desperate things. Although the data has told us by 2030, 52% of women are going to be single. Although that means there's going to be more single women than men. Although men are going to be the ones single and lonely. There's going to be a lot of lonely men. Uh, but a lot of women wondering why, where all the available men are. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. This is not a repeated subject. But we just got to talk about this because maybe you have a woman in your life. Maybe you have a mom. And you see her. Uh, you see her. Her ship sinking like the Titanic. Mm. Right? You guys have moms. <laughs> or you have relatives. And uh, you see their delusion. You might be sitting around and your relative might be like 55, 58. And you hear them and you be like, oh boy, this is bad. You'd be like, this is going to end horribly. But they've been delusional for like 30 years and you just didn't know it. You know what I mean? Because they were family. It could be your mom, it could be a cousin, it could be an aunt, it could be your it could be your grandmama, and they still delusional. They'd be like, these men are here, and you'd be like, oh. And then they are talking about how they, you're just like, oh man. Man, it's bad. But here's the thing. They're like that already in their 20s, but the problem is they're still attractive. All right, dudes will still marry them. Dudes will put up with their bull crap. And they know it. But they don't realize that after 40, I know, I know people are gonna be like. I know what they're going to say, man. Listen, I have a lot of fabulous female friends in their 40s and some in their 50s. And some of these women got that good, good, that juicy stuff. 
Some of them got the good good. Just to let y'all know, I'm not one of these guys. You know what I mean? We're not going to use the red pill talking point. Anything over 28 is ridiculous. You got FG, FBG duck mama out here with OnlyFans now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man. Some of them, some of these women got the good good. I'm just telling you, but they're not settled down relationship material. Some of them will mess your whole head up. You will be, yeah, man, FBG duck out here, mama out here, selling peace leave on the internet. This is, <laughs> this is what are we doing? Like, ladies, I wrote a book called The Evolution, and it's feminism's reverse engineering of American women. Now we got girls out here uh, of all ages putting a peace leave out here. Talk about de-evolution. Talk, talk about de-evolving. I don't know what this is called. And get your bag, ladies. Go, ladies, get your bag. I'm Somebody said, where? Man, money running low. And the problem is this is what we're doing. This is the reality we have. So, yes, now some women can extend that out. You're in your 40s and 50s. You can jump on OnlyFans. There's going to be a problem with that sooner, sooner or later. But this is not a talking point. I'm really concerned. We're going to show you some videos. And we're going to give you some data, as I do here. And this is the best edutainment on YouTube. Because you're in here with the Bruce Wayne. This ish, the king of content, the king of kings, and the speaker of truth. You're truly the notorious one. CGA, better known as Mr. Coachalini, also known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. You in here with see God Allah. Study your mathematics. We are ready to get into this show. Hey, enough about the grifting. I'm just trying to set everything up. Viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this channel. Hit the like button. And let's get into the earlier contributors to today's show. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And it's been to the top of the live chat of the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Also, you get the uh, Notorious CGA channel, the Super Chat. We're simulcasting over there. And thumbs up to everybody on Facebook.com. Anyway, shout out to everybody on Facebook. I need to show Facebook some love. I, I was very, very optimistic that I was going to get over on all the platforms. And uh, I better get I, I better get busy, man. We got to get busy. So um, let's without further ado, let's not drag this out. Let's get to the earlier contributors. Shout out to Albert Wesker says, coach, you got a source for this video topic, right? <laughs> source, source. Oh, by the way. Oh, 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 that reminds me. That reminds me. The source did come up for the um, for the uh, brother. Uh, there's a source. Um, a big page is reporting it. A big content creator is reporting that yes, indeed, there was an affair. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I meant to. I, I meant to look this up. Let me see here. That that their deed wasn't a. There was something going on between those officers and those brothers. As a matter of fact, there was a larger connection. Let me see here. Let me see if I can pull this up. There's when this gets out. When this gets out, people are going to be uh talking about this heavy. And um, let me see here. I'm going to see if I can pull it up on, on the twitters.com. Let me see if I can pull his name up. All right. I don't want to say it on the internet here because it might not be accurate, but here's what we got going. Oh, man. Hold up for a second. Where did it go? All right. Hold up for a second. He had it up and now it's gone. Did he skedaddle? Did, oh, no. He's posting a lot of information. All right. He's posting a lot. So this is going to be one of the people here about the Tyree Nichols situation here. Um, and if you're talking around this talking point, if you're talking around this talking point, meaning their relationship didn't matter, I don't know what to tell you, bro. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing else. These people had previously known each other. 
All right. They knew each other, just like people were trying to say with George Floyd and the other cop, like they worked together as security. I mean, people people tried to use that and people were just dismissed it in this situation. According to this person right here, it says update Tyree Nichols worked at Federal Express FedEx in Memphis, allegedly having sexual affairs with Officer Demetrius Haley's ex and his baby mom. All right. So it, it seems like it's his ex his current baby mom, but his ex, I, I think they weren't together, but for some reason, this dude, Demetrius, the officer gotten his feelings about his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend getting smashed out, which is a, some fatherless activity in itself. All right. But right here, who also worked at the same FedEx. So the baby mom worked at FedEx with Tyree. Uh Oh, you can't talk around this point, man. But the affair, it's not an affair. He just smashing the ex. Boy, I tell you, man, that's some that's some reprehensible behavior right there. Oh, the Get this. The officer Haley was seen several times taking photos of Tyree after he brutalized and sent the photos to her. This is all alleged. This is all alleged that the officer as the beat. Damn, they got him leaning. Oh, boy, they got him leaning, man. This is despicable, man. This is absolutely reprehensible what they did to this guy. My gosh, they got him leaning. I mean, lifeless. They limped him. All right. But allegedly, they're saying that the officer sent pictures to the baby mama. Oh, my God. They going to jail. They about to fry ski. Allegedly. But they, if that is true, if what they're saying is true, they going to fry. They going to Democratic fish fry. They going to Democratic fish fry. Lord have mercy. My gosh. All right. So anyway, that is a that has to be part of the conversation. Single mother, fatherless activity everywhere, all right? So, wow. Now I look at it. If it's the ex-wife or the ex-baby mom, why is he put, Why is he pissed about it? Unless there was a previous relationship and he knew. You know what I mean? Like he maybe was next in line or maybe, you know, we don't know any of these details, but it'll come out. It'll come out. All right. Um. Anyway, there's my source article, Albert. And he's here goes Domain Stickham says, Coach, my mother ran my stepdad off. And her life has been downhill ever since. All that man wanted to do was chill and smoke a cigarette, and she wouldn't let him. Nope. No, 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 no. Hey, you're not going to be here if it's peaceful. You're not going to do what you want to do, gentlemen. You want to get a girlfriend. You want to get a woman. She's like, you're at my beck and call. All right, you're going to do what I tell you to do. You're going to have fun when I say have fun. Oh, speaking of, boy, listen, y'all giving me all kind of reminders. Um, it seems that women don't like when you have fun, gentlemen. I'm going to show you this right here. Let me see if I can pull this up. Um, there's a woman here who's pissed that dudes are laughing and having fun. We're going to show you that right quick. I'm going to have to pull it up on my internets. You know what? It'd be better if I just grab it like this. That's what she said. All right. That's what definitely she said. For some reason, I can't get it. Okay. All right. All right. For some reason, I can't get it. All right. So I can get it over here. They got me shuffling already this morning. Let me see if I can go to January. I got to go all the way to January 26th. They got me shuffling here. Okay, here it is. I'm going to share it on the screen for you. Speaking of peace, it seems that women don't want you to have fun. Like, look at this. This is a woman posting L's online. Shout out to their Twitter. She says in her mask, these men six row, uh, six rows ahead of me on the train had the audacity to laugh for an hour. 
hearing men in this country laugh was enough to make me cry on the train for 20 minutes. Must be nice to be able to laugh these days. <laughs> and then she says, I seriously never want to hear men laugh and hear a man laugh ever again. She don't want to hear a man laugh ever again. Brothers, what are we doing out here? Ladies, man, y'all really need some help. <laughs> like, look, the worst thing you could do as a man is literally be having fun by yourself. You know what I mean? They don't want that. What? You're traveling by yourself? You're you're buying nice cars? You live in a nice house by yourself? They literally want you to uh, be miserable like them, bro. Killjoys. Killjoys. All right? You know what I mean? Oh, wait. You're going to be happy? I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> well, you're not happy either. I dare you. I forbid you to be happy. I, I forbid you to enjoy your life. I forbid you to make some money. I'm going to take it from you. <laughs> Man, we really need a clue here. Ladies, uh, y'all be y'all quiet. Where y'all at, ladies? Y'all real quiet on this subject when I be getting in on y'all. I be digging in your guts, don't I? You like it. This is a family show, though. <laughs> like, come on, ladies, man. For real, man. Y'all need to start owning up that you guys are problematic. You know what I mean? Y'all need some therapy. As much as y'all be touting news and therapy, it don't seem to be working. <laughs> They'd be like, therapy works. And I'd be looking at the person like. I'm like, it might work if you're honest. <laughs> All right, but you're not honest in here. What do we got here? Shout out to Sam X says, never show the PUA video again. I was dying due to the extreme amount of cringe. Yes, yeah, so are the PUAs after me now? All right. All right, shout out to, uh, we'll call it Adam, says the no yob fun. Yes, I have no yob, just so you guys know. I have no yob. And yes, I'm in a midlife crisis, yes. A midlife crisis is, you guys know what, a, you guys want to know what a midlife crisis is? You guys want to know what a midlife crisis is? We got somebody saying I was in a midlife crisis. You guys know what it is, right? A midlife crisis is when a man reaches economic status in which he can afford to have fun and he does so at his will and he finally gets to the point where he can enjoy shit without having to sacrifice and pay for everybody else's shit. And he just goes and buys what he wants. <laughs> he, he can finally be like, damn, like shit. Okay, I'll pay for all these people's school. I'll pay for this damn wife. I'll pay for the house. I did my job. I worked my ass off. And I only got socks and ties for my damn birthday and anniversary. Now I'm going to finally buy some damn shit for myself. I'm rich, like, think about it. A midlife crisis doesn't come until a man buys something. Nobody be like, oh, he got a midlife crisis. Or the second one would be like, he got a young girl. He, he over there banging young women. Oh, midlife crisis. I mean, literally, he winning. Like, every time the dude wins, you cannot stand. People cannot stand when a man, win. a man wins. Oh, you having fun? You enjoying life? You got you a drop-top convertible Corvette? And you got a young broad in the passenger seat? How dare you? They like, oh, hell no, midlife crisis. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you win in life? How dare you enjoy and go travel to uh, Thailand and, and all of these places? How dare you do that and get your passport and enjoy your life? Midlife crisis, this is terrible. 
Like you riding like, all right, here we go. I got an underage 21 year old, you know, zooming down the freeway at 90 miles an hour. Can't even feel the wheel shaking. Oh, look at this guy. Mill life crisis. Look at this guy. Mm. <laughs> look at this dude. He want to win in life. Nah, man, don't win. Sacrifice yourself at the altar of the American woman. Sacrifice at the altar of all the poor men who couldn't make it. How dare you have fun in life? How dare you? No, nah, man, you're in your 40s. You're in your 50s. Forget about it, man. Get you another wife. Settle down. Buy her a house so she can divorce you in three years and take the house. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, Midlife Crisis brought to you by CGA. It's nothing but same language anyway. It's a midlife oasis indeed. Shout out to RT the brand. Sounds like the dude actually is having fun in life. All right. Uh, anyway, shout out to no government name. He says, I finally started watching the men who built America. Those dudes were savages trying to outdo each other. Makes me think of Amazon meta and Microsoft leaders of today. All for the power. Thanks coach. Indeed. Glad you took uh, up and watching that documentary because it does show you um, a lot of times, guys, you guys settle down and become content. You know what I mean? And these barons, these oil barons and these people, man, getting after life. It's not always about the money. It's not always about the money. I once was told because I'm broke. I've never even experienced this. But once you re uh, reach a certain dollar amount. The money don't matter no more. OK, I'm trying to match up a puzzle here <laughs> on, on uh, PayPal. Once you reach a certain economic threshold in earnings, in potential earnings, in potential savings, investment, net worth, it ain't about the money no more. What is it about? It's about the power. It's about the power. It's about the power. It's about what you can get out of this life. Because if it was about the money, you would literally get to $2 million and then sit your ass down. Now you want lifestyle. Now you want influence. Now you want power. Now you want to be able to call your shot. Now you want to say F you money. You want F you money. And it normally comes with power. So here's the thing, man. We believe in capitalism over here. Although some people are disadvantaged. Some people never take control of their lives to get the capitalism. That's your ass. But man. It's about the influence and the power. So if you look at that movie, The Men Who Built America, they will call them greedy and monopoly, but they're coming up with the ideas. They're innovators. Okay. Okay. Then you can have that power. You don't have to be, you don't have to be uh part of the uh elite elite, but you can get the power. Anyway. Yeah, they be like, he he working too hard. You got too many channels. You need to stop working. Okay, what am I supposed to do? What do you want me to do? Do nothing like you're doing nothing? Nah, man. Look, man, if I have an idea, I like to express it. I like to express it. All right, we do have some PayPals, but I'm going to get over seeing if we have cash apps. I got to get to the first part of the show, which is going to be an eye opener. All right, did I get the number one stunt? I did. So cash apps are ready to go. Let's get to the show. Then we'll, be, we'll bring it on back. The earlier years, and we're talking about sometimes the women in your life, they have the earlier years and you can't tell them nothing. But the earlier years, they're earlier than we believe. And this is something that I've been warning men about. You're going to hear several clips of women talk about when they got started early. This is why it makes the proposition of investing in older women a little bit weaker. It's a weaker of a deal. Sure, do they have value? Okay, to somebody they do. But it makes it weaker because they got into the 
they got into the uh, the the debaucherous activity a lot earlier. All right, and we're going to show you two women. There's one woman who is a reformed scripper and another one woman today who is a well-known TikTok person who is related to a drummer from a band. Uh, what band was he in? Blink-182? I forgot. Mm. Who's married to a Kardashian. We're going to show her and what she looks like as a young lady. Okay, so what we're going to do here, let's go to this person right here. Um, And when you're looking... And listening to these clips, I want you to think of what men go through at this age. It's not just what women are going through. It's what men go through. At this age, you're goofy, struggling, bird-chested, can't grow no hair. You might be short, fat, oblong. You might be all kind of stuff, broke, dusty. You might not be a th- you might not be getting any success with women. But for some reason during their time, they're getting the light shined on them. And what do they do with this? Most of the time, they fumble the bag. Most of the time, they have self-induced trauma. Most of the time, then, once they get to their 30s and 40s, they're wanting you to inherit this trauma. Wait, and it even goes into the 50s. Okay, it even goes into the 50s. You're going to learn this today. All right, here we go. This is a scripper reveals her luxurious lifestyle. Can't wait to hear this. Chicken Bok. Here we go. Look at this plain Jane, Master Splinter. All right, we got Chicken Bok coming in right now. Protect yourself. This is a stripper. I'm a stripper. When did you start stripping? I think I did it about four months ago. Tried it when I was 18. But All right, so you heard it right there. 18. This is very common in our world. For some reason, we think 18-year-olds are children. Unfortunately, they are adults. And based on what Erica Badu's daughter said, I'm a grown adult. I can do whatever the hell I want. Well, the dark side will tell you there's a lot of young girls at 18 chomping at the bit to do this dirty work. They are experimenting with it. Some of them make some money doing it. Some of them have drugs and mess with athletes and CEOs and all kind of weirdos that'll pay them a bag to do things with their body. See, this is going to be where the danger is. If you're in a major metropolitan, this is going to be a danger. I told you there's a video on Netflix called Hot Girls Wanted in which these women Come from all over the country. Soon as they turn 18, they come skedaddling. They get on that airline and they think they're going to be the next prom star. They think they're going to be the next big thing. A lot of these girls turn 18, jump right on OnlyFans. A lot of them are jumping on these seeking sites and all of these things well before they're 18. Now, this is a problem that America ignores, blinders. If you talk about it, you're the metaphile. But it's happening. And later on in life, this will be a traumatic experience that she could frame differently meaning she could say it was an assault it was great they took advantage of me i was the drugs and then all of a sudden they don't have the proper context you can't see it you can't you can't see it and these people are gone we're gonna see that later another woman's gonna frame that later we'll just remember these thoughts i'm gonna show you a woman in her 50s is gonna harken back you're gonna see you're gonna hear it and she's gonna go sub 18 meaning she was younger than 18 as i've been telling you a lot of them are doing this and we just ignore it And this next thing that we're going to tell you about Alabama Barker, you guys are going to ignore it. And anybody that says, oh, she's doing, she's starting off too fast, they're going to be shot her down. Why are you sexualizing her? Just wait. This world is crazy. Uh, Let's get back to this this woman here saying she was a scripper at 18. Let's hear it. They did a horrible job. Like, I went out to Vegas. I made a ton of money. I think I made, like, 30000 in a month. Okay, okay, I have to pause it. Fair use. Hey, listen, this girl went out to Vegas at 18, guys. I see this all the time. 
I see it all the time. You guys don't know what the dark side really is. I see it. Yep, they come on out here to Vegas. They be 18, 19, 20, and they are out here trying to make it big, um, working at Little Darlings and all of this shit. All right, let's go ahead and play it. I blew it staying in the Bellagio and like helping my friends out with bills for all the baby dancers out there. Don't let the lifestyle take you over. Like a lot of the girls when they're younger and they start out, they make these friends and they get into the party lifestyle. I know you're going to do it. You're 18. You want to party. You want to have fun, but don't let it take you over. I am okay, okay. I mean, listen, this woman is and listen, this woman is, you know, she's nothing to write home about. She's not bad. Main, mainly because she's younger, she could get that work. You know what I mean? But it's not. She's just a regular average woman. And she's already tapped out. She's already smoked out. She's already partied out. She's already stripped out. She's already had been ran through. She's already emotionally damaged. She already got daddy issues. She already probably has some traumatic experiences to report. And she also has said she blew through the money. She making 30K a month, blowing it. Probably on blow. And then they get to 30 and be sitting up there like. And that's you. Then they get to 50 and wondering where their AR, AARP membership is. Wondering why nobody's helping them. Wondering why they don't want to date. I got a woman in her 40s. Going to talk about that here. We're going through the decades. Yeah, she got her feet out. Some regular old plain feet right there. Okay. So this is what's happening when they get to their early ages. How do you get to that point where you're 18 and you jump in? That means you have to be thinking about it when you're 17, a la bad baby. All right, and I'm going to jump right in the, uh, but see, we don't want to talk about this. This is what people are doing, and they're doing it like heavy. It's heavy. Some, uh, some are doing it now because of the internet. They're doing it straight on the internet. Some women are doing it um, before the internet and before all of that. They would do it in their neighborhood. Okay, already be the fast tail girls ran through. Sad, but true. All right, hit the like button in here. Let's go to the next video here that I want to share with you. This one's going to have no music. You're just going to see the visual. Uh, it is from TikTok. This woman, and let me just share this with you. This video's got 1.8 million views, which is weird. They'd be like, this video went viral, and then I'll have views better than theirs. I'd be like, that's viral? Well, this video went viral. The young woman here is featured is Alabama Barker. I'm going to talk about it because it was the talk of the weekend because the video was put out and people had a lot to say about it. Just want to tell you, this woman is under the age of 18. So people are going to say, oh, how are you? they're going to use shaming language as to why I shared it. However, it's a viral video and people had a lot of input. And specifically because this is also a, a um, celebrity's daughter. It's celebrity's daughter. So this is why I'm sharing it. I'm not sharing it because... I want you guys to be influenced by her, to run to her page, to shame her. I'm not sharing it. We're using it as an example, especially in this context. It starts off earlier than we believe, unfortunately. Many of these people do have fathers and weak fathers. Or their fathers are overwhelmingly, uh, um, what do you call them, uh, trying, to, um, trying to not them get out, right? You know, they're overbearing. But now we do mostly have weak fathers or no fathers at all in which even the father can do well, work hard all his life, and his daughter can turn out to this. Like, look, you're a celebrity. You, you work hard at your job. You do your what's best for your daughter, and she turns out for these streets. In these streets. 
All right, there's the video here. We're going to share this video. This is the video we're going to share. What you're seeing here is I, I can't tell you what I can't tell you what the age of the young women in this video. We're just going to assume these are supposed to be high school girls or early college. I have no idea. I don't know. However, this is what is the younger women are doing these days. I got to make sure the volume's turned down so I don't get a copyright. This woman is allegedly 17, allegedly. And for some reason, I don't know what we're doing here. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly confused as to what this, what are we doing, bro? This is supposed to be, I mean, they already, so we're talking about what are we going to do with the women and marry them? Like marriage material, uh, women that are, listen, we've all had very, you know, funny acting women in our days as well. But this is what we're doing with young women. This is what we're doing with our daughters. This is what we're doing with TikTok. This is what we're doing with sub 18 year old women. This is what we're doing. And there's a comment in here saying, one thing about Bama, she going to have the baddies with her. What baddies? Where These are baddies? I need to go. I'm gone. I'm gone. We, wait. They cannot wait to showcase themselves on the internet. What baddies? What are we? Where's one baddie? Show me a baddie in here. <laughs> what the world? So again, we talk about the Jezebel spirit. We talk about the Lilith's mirror. We talk about this. They are, are they are obsessed with themselves. Once they put the makeup and the hair done, they are obsessed with their visual. They're obsessed, and they cannot help but do things to objectify themselves but then call dudes creeps call dude metaphiles and, and then all of a sudden when there's dude let me just tell you mathematically wise this is a decade and a half till they hit 30 a decade and listen we all made mistakes when we were young as well a decade and a half till they hit 30 two decades till 35 <laughs> okay 37 two decades and you can't tell me that they're going to do anything quite successful in those decades other than make a bag from either scripting or OnlyFans or some sort of Cardi B entertainment. And she's already kind of, you know what I mean, bent out of shape, if you will. So this is what we're doing earlier. This is why we end up, it ends up being a hard conversation between men and women. What are you going to do when you get older? They don't see it. They don't plan for it. We're going to go through the statistics. They're like, what do you mean? I'm I'm enjoying my party. It's going to be party all the time. I'll get to pick, 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 pick who I want to pick. And I'll never wear down. I'll be doing this until I'm 40. I'll be FGB, FBG Ducks, Mama on OnlyFans. That's the, the, the plan used to be a man. Now the plan is porn. Mm. Woo, it's bad out here, man. And what is it about the bathroom that a woman says, you know what? Let's start recording ourselves. Woo. Hey, if you have daughters, you guys understand the dilemma. Um, you know, your number one job, Chris Rock said, is to keep your daughter off the pole. But now that job has been one of these things where the dad just has to throw his hands up in the air. Okay. Um, because for young women, it's going to be hard to call them back. Going to be hard to call them back and, and tell them to do right. Why? Why? They're like, I don't have to do right. PayPal. PayPal in the building. Boy, it's getting tough out here.
Shout out to Jose. He says about the lawyer from Chile. Chile is low-key super racist. He says also no black folks there either. So our brother stands out like a sore thumb. He says, look up Chilean military parade. They straight up copied German uniforms and all. He says, and uh, he says, lived there when I was young. All right. So thank you for that, Jose. Um, uh, Chile. Chile is not the place to be, brothers. <laughs> all right. So get get ready for it. I wonder if they had a German influence or is that uh, is that did they have a German influence in the past? Maybe that's where your boy Adolfo Hister ended up. I don't know. Shout out to uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Steve Fox says uh, something that I'm going to have to check out here. Hold on for a second. Oh, hold up. God dang it. I really messed up. Uh, I can't see it, though. Somebody's telling me I got AI voice. All right, hold on for a second. I got to put, I won't play it on the screen, but your voice spoofed via AI. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got to check this out. All right, my private investigators will love that. They'll love that. All right, let me see if I can grab it. I got two, I got two screens. I'm actually looking at getting me a, um, a wide screen so I don't have to do two screens like this. So, uh, anyway, what am I doing? I wonder if I can do this. Let me see. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to listen to it myself. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know if y'all can hear that. <laughs> it definitely is close. I can see what's going on there. It's, it doesn't have the iterations completely down, but yeah, um, I see it. I can tell, you know, the, the, you are, the whoever, whoever recorded it, recorded it, um, did you hear it? Yeah, whoever recorded it, the enunciation is not quite there. But uh, that's a deep fake voice. It's possible. It's possible. Shout out to you. So, hey, man, this world is going to get weird. And do are we talking about AI next? We are talking about AI next. Nobody can hear it. <laughs> All right. So let me see here. Thank you for sharing that. It's getting weird, man. The world's getting weird. Shout out to Nooski says, can uh, can we name one single woman over 40 that is happy that we can say, okay, she could be the reason and the goal for the younger women. I'm seriously trying to think. Ladies, is there is there any, do you know any happy women over 40? Do you know any happy women over 40? I mean, you ask yourself that. You know, most of the women that I know over 40, they're happy for moments. But uh, when you get down to it, most of it is going to be mostly time. You're going to hear about them. You know, I've been stressing. Most women in 40s, they have, they're going to have baby mama drama. It's difficult. It is difficult. If you're a woman in here over 40, if you're a woman in here over 40 and you're a happy woman, you're happy with life, you're never complaining. You never be like, gender pay gap, men double standards. Like, are you like happy? Oh, I worked on my career. I make six figures. It's almost an impossible. It's impossible. He says they happy on paydays. Yeah, so they're happy two, two to four days a month. And then they do retail therapy. It's very tough, man. I, I don't feel, I don't feel, he says, yes, women that are divorced. No, they're not happy. They're not happy at all. They actually, I remember just telling a story about a woman that I that I coached her son's football team. 
And um, she had, I met, I saw her, I knew her and I saw her at the family court one time. And I was like, oh, what are you doing here? And I was with my whole team of lawyers and whatnot, representatives. And I was, and we were chilling and I saw her and I went over to talk to her. I was like, what's going on? She was like, oh, you know, just stressing. And um, she lived in a townhome. She was fine. The, the, the dad lived in the house. And of course, I knew both the dad and the kids. I knew the kids, the dad and her. Now, she was making this dude to be out to be Benito Mussolini, Mussolini, Joseph Stalin. I didn't see it, but she had been going through the divorce longer than I have. And she still was at she still was at family court. It's crazy. I'm like, dude, you're making yourself miserable. It's sad. All right. Shout out to. John R. He says, Coach, I work with a bunch of nurses in a hospital setting. It is reprehensible to leave the toilet seat up after I go PP. He says, I say I'm just practicing equal working conditions so that they uh, that they've strived to so hard to work for. He says one nurse has yelled at me before, accusing me of not loving Jesus after she fell in the toilet. <laughs> okay, I got a question. How in the hell? Do you fall in the toilet? Ladies, y'all don't look at the seat before you sit down. You don't look at the seat before you sit down. I always, if I ever sit down on the seat, I'm always going to look if, if the seat is down. You just assume that the seat is up. I mean, you should just assume that is down. <laughs> what the hell? Like, all you got to do is look. Just look at the seat. Put it down. There's no way. I mean, I've never fallen in the toilet. I mean, I've come close to it where I was like, oh, let me. Oh, wow. Then, you know, my my quads kicked in and my glutes interacted and contracted. Then I caught myself. From falling in, how do you fall up in the damn toilet? This is crazy. And then you mad at the guy for not putting the lid down. You can put the lid down. Oh, they too busy looking at their phone, man. That's actually sad. People need to get over themselves. It's crazy. Shout out to our boy. We're going to call him Vincent. He said, shout out to the coach gang. Thanks for all of the tuition, coach. I just started watching. He says, a year ago, after effing up my entire 20s being a blue pill, monkey simpanzee, hope strategist, loser. He says, since then, I've read your book along with the 50 more, quit drugs, started working 80 hours a week, driving, road, trains overnight and double my income dropping 11 uh, kilograms and got into shape while investing about 800 to a thousand dollars a week and am looking forward to the future i couldn't conceive a year ago wow in a year dude what do i tell you young men can turn their lives around just like that just like that he says when i need to get some venom out i go to the knock shop <laughs> just up the road and get some linglings. And he said for a fee, then keep on grinding. Your content totally changed my perspective on life as a man. You're changing lives out here. Keep it up. Free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> Hello. I love it. I love it. Dude, we guys got to get things into our proper perspective. My man do uh, uh, um, in the time in the less than a year or two, you can totally change the direction of your life like that. It's like insane how quick your life can change by just just moving out of that element of trying to. Yeah, but I want to I want to get a relationship. I want to fall in love. 
man, get that venom out. Go to the knock shop. Get your jump out. Get it going and keep it moving. What you're going to find is that women, you guys are, ladies, you guys are super nice. You're cool in short spurts. Short spurts. Little at a time. I can't take you a little bit at a time. Because there's much more valuable things that I can do. Go about my day without having to be consumed six hours, four, five, eight. It ain't worth it to me. It ain't worth it. After a while, just get them. Just small increments, a little bit at a time. I say for sure, after 45 minutes, I'll be looking at my watch like. 45 minutes, an hour. I'll be like, man, this is getting out of control. And, you know, you have to be very low energy around me, ladies. Oh, I can be great for you, CGA. I can be great for you. You just haven't had anyone like me. What do you like to do in your spare time? Hmm? What do you like to do? What are your goals in 10 years? Hmm? Where do you see you be? Don't you want a fabulous house? Don't you want to live in the suburbs in the Mac mansion? Don't you want the boat? Hey, I could get all of that for you. I made men millionaires. Oh, yes, I made them. They were all billionaires when they started, but they're millionaires now. I can be your partner in life. We can have an equal partnership. You're 40. I'm 40. We'll be fabulous. Where do you want to do this weekend? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to eat? What do you want to do? How far do you want to go? When do you want to go? How much do you want to spend? How much you don't want to spend? When are you going to buy some tickets? Do you want to go to a hockey game? Do you want to go to a basketball game? Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to the play, the opera? Do you want to go? Man, shut <laughs> Women like that gots to go. Hey, if you're like that, I want zero parts of you. I won't even fornicate with you. The best thing you could do is zip it. Zip your lips. Shut up. I mean, there's nothing else I need for. Be quiet, please. Be quiet. Can you do that? <laughs> All right, where are you going to go? How come you're doing this? How much you pay for your rent? Oh, my God. Did you buy this? You're going to put a swimming pool in the back? You should put a swimming pool in the back. If I own a host, I will put a swimming pool in the back. Oh, my God. Are you going to be freshwater or chlorine? Chlorine or freshwater? Oh, my God. Do you have an aquarium? Oh, my God. What do you feed your dog? What kind of food do you feed your dog? I feed my dog this type of food. It's great food. You should feed them fresh. No, you should feed them kibble. No, you shouldn't put a collar on them. You know, you should put a shot collar on them. Do you take your dog for a walk? Maybe we'll get together and take our dogs for a walk. Man, please. Man, please. Dude, you a headache. I'm not about, I would be like, <sighs> asking me questions all the time. And the ones that ask you questions, you can't even get the damn answer out. They asking you another question. But do you lease or own that? Well, I'm actually going to be, well, why would you own laser? What are you going to do? Oh my God. How many miles do you put on it? Where do you buy it from? <laughs> all they do is ask questions and interrogate you oh my lordy 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 ladies if that's you you are one of the worst mates of possible your man hates you okay just to let you know the man in your life hates your guts if you're one of these people that talk like that it's crazy man it's exhausting what are you thinking about Oh, you should be thinking about me. What you should have said, 
What you should have said, see, this was a great opportunity for you to be romantic, but you didn't take it. What you should have said is, baby, I'm thinking about you and I'm thinking about you all the time. But you didn't and you didn't come up with that. Why didn't you say that? You knew what kind of question I was asking. You should have said that. That was the perfect opportunity. Are you not thinking about me? Are you thinking about another woman? Are you thinking about that little girl, You that girl, the neighbor? You're thinking about the neighbor girl? You're a metaphile. See, you need therapy. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not going to date the type of guy, and I'm not going to be with the type of guy that I'm not on his mind 24 and 7, 365, plus the leap year every four years. I need to be on your mind. Can't get you off my mind. I can't get you off my mind. I'm always thinking of you. Just... <laughs> oh my goodness yeah somebody says i'm getting dizzy trust me if i see where i'm like nope 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 next next what you want them what she wants you to do is grab her by the scruff of her neck all right you got some energy i'm about to work it out shout out to macaroni tony as a late bloomer to be exact it's worse at first, but it gets greater later. He says, I've been patient. I've had better patience, better vision, better money management, better logic. Pause, pause, pause. And he says, an even better stroke game. Indeed. It gets better with time. I know guys don't want to hear that shit. It gets better. All right, let's get back to the show. Uh, Speaking of, oh my goodness. um, <laughs> Somebody said, that's called real love. Oh, Lord. Oh, the humanity. Okay. Oh, the humanity. I'm not looking, dude. I'm not. Somebody says I'm looking for an intellectual conversation. I'm not. Trust me, ladies. I don't want to hear none of your opinions on anything. I don't want an intellectual conversation. I don't because it's going to turn into an argument. I don't want to know what you do for work. I don't want to know what you think about the space program. I don't know what you want to think about Tyreek Hunter. I don't want you to know what you think about the Mississippi Police Department. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want an intellectual talk. Oh, let's talk about something fantastic. Do you think there's a parallel universe? As a matter of fact, there may be very well a parallel universe. Aren't you interested in that? What do you think about Bigfoot? What do you think about medflies and sharks? What do you think about this? No, nah, man. I don't want no conversations. I need you to do what you need to do. I need you to grab them ankles. And then afterwards, we need to go back to doing what we was doing. <laughs> oh man we need to go back to doing what we was doing but, but you got something to do okay you don't well go find something to do uh here you go here's a credit card go use that all right let me do back let's go back to what we were doing it's gonna turn into an argument it's gonna turn into an argument speaking of arguments ai webcam girls will take over question mark Somebody said, my wife cracking up. Man, just grab them ankles. Get in here. You know what I mean? Make the bed. I don't want to hear shit that you got to think about. You know what? You guys need a girlfriend. Go get some girlfriends, man. Go talk to them. AI web girls will take over. All right, let's go to this one. Y'all want to see something weird? Allegedly, this is going to be, where's my tabs? Hold on for a second. Let me get to the right tab. Allegedly, these girls have been created by artificial intelligence. I don't know if I can show this on YouTube, but I'm going to show it quick, quickly. Um, here it is right here. Allegedly, allegedly, these girls are artificial intelligence. Mm. Right here. 
allegedly, allegedly these girls are artif they're artificial intelligence. I'm going to take it down just for a second. I'm going to take it down. I talked about this earlier with that one AI Twitter, and we looked, and there's a lot of dudes following them. Now, Angry Man has been talking about this lately, about he uses AI for his thumbnails. Let's go to his page. Let me see if I can pull it up. All right. So just so you can see how close AI is getting. Where's the Angry Man channel? Valdez. Okay. All right. So this is going to be. Let's share this. Oh, he on live right now. <laughs> he on live. Shout out to him. Uh, this is, You see this thumbnail right here? He says he's been using AI to create these thumbnails. Let me see if I can go down here. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Where's his, where's it? I got it all messed up. All right, hold on for a second. Let's go to his videos. You see this right here? You see this guy right here? Allegedly, these, these, these thumbnails are created by AI. So see how close they're getting? You see that? Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. These Kayleys that you just saw on the screen, I'm going to pop it up just for a little bit. I'm going to pop it up for a little bit. These are AI Kayleys. These are AI. This shit is getting going to be weird. So this is going to give OnlyFans a run for their money. You see that, guys? This is going to change the game for the ladies. You know, I don't know. I, I Listen, I, I haven't done the OnlyFans thing, but I'm just going to tell you. We're reaching a point, and this AI thing has been accelerated in... Before 2023, you barely heard about AI. Like, it was there. Trust me, it was there. But it wasn't in the human form. It wasn't in the form of they doing the work, right? The AI robots. Now they're pushing this very, very fast, as if it was planned, right after the World Economic Forum meeting. New, 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 new world order. So he says, can the AI cook? Can it drop that neck? I don't think it can do any of these things. But this is where we're going in this future, gentlemen. This is where we're going. And that's hard to believe. It's going to make, you know, women are going to be pissed off. They're going to be pissed off saying that you guys are reprehensible uh, and disgusting for that matter. But it is coming fast and in a hurry. It's going to get out of control. So get ready for it. Just wanted to let y'all know that. This is alleged, by the way. I don't know. I haven't done my research, but. I think somebody talked about it as well, that this is a couple of the women that they were showing were AI and nobody knew it. Man, it's going to be crazy. Okay, let's get in. Oh, wait a minute. Am I done with that segment? Let me see. Oh, let me see what the next segment is. Oh, the realities of the wall. Let's talk about this right here. Uh, we know about what the wall is and we've heard about the wall, but uh, let's show you this clip and I'm not going to play the music on it. And this is the wall, right? This is what people call the wall. But we're going to talk about the wall really is because this is what we're talking about, women over 40, all right, of what the talking point of what the wall is and what the reality of the wall. So let's go ahead and play this. No audio. Just go ahead and look. All right, so these are older, older women, but what they look like back in the day, obviously. Oh, my Lord, the humanity. Okay, all right, that's what she looked. Wow. Okay, so this is what she looked like back then. All right, okay. All right, this is what... Man, oh, that can't be wowzers. Mm. 
Oh man, time. Time is on. Time is not on. Oh my lord, all oh, the humanity. All oh, the humanity. Okay. All right, we got this woman here. All right, so these are obviously going to be the extreme, extreme results right here. The the beauty is up front. Wow, I mean, Meg Ryan, my lord. All right, so it happened. Wowzers, this is Kathleen Turner right there. As you can see, they morphed them from the beginning to the end. And wow, I think that's Goldie Hawn, if I'm not mistaken. Goldie, wow, man, lord, that is crazy. Now, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you met her, then you wouldn't think that would be what it is. And this looks like, oh, my Lord, what is this? What? Oh, the humanity. Guys, I do have a male example of this, by the way, just so you know. Uh, but that wall comes for all. That wall comes for all. All right. So this is what you saw when you married her. And then later on, uh, let's see you here. Wowzer. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Look at it. Man, that is a transformation. Uh, they do have Disney films related to this. I think um, Rapunzel's story is about the woman, at least in the, the cartoon, the newest rendition of it, where the mother had the fountain of youth and it was attached to Rapunzel's long hair. All right, I believe that's what it was. But yeah, man, nature, mother nature. Wow, look at this. This is reprehensible. This look, what is this, Marilyn Monster? Jesus. Look at this. Now, Wow. I mean, she was already kind of like not a looker back then, but she looked way better than that. Man, almighty. Milk of magnesia for sure. Now, this one, I can't believe that. That is not true. That one is not true. She looking, that is crazy. What? I don't believe that one. I think they are messing. I think they're messing. There's no way. There is no way that that was the same person. Her name is Hel oh oh that's the woman I think is in the um Star Wars. I can't do it again. You'll have to go and see the playback. Let me pull it back up. Helen Mira, what's her name? God, that's why these people um they're still in Hollywood and I'm like why do they have this old lady? So I guess she was younger actress. Let me see here. Wow, man, let me see something here. See if we can pull that up. That is un Wait a minute. Okay, let's pull it up right here. This is this is unreal. So she's still a pretty woman for probably age 77. You know, she's a pretty woman, but that's that's amazing. That's an amazing transformation there. Wow, Kaylee, man. Yo, Kaylee's are the ultimate bait trap. Like you get with a Kaylee, <laughs> she look at she's in full Kaylee zone here. Let me see if I can pull this up. I can't make it. She's a full-on Kaylee and turned into a Karen. No way is that true. Oh, hold on for a second. No freaking way is that real. Kaylee's turned to Karens. Wowzers. I'm I'm actually I'm actually blown away. That's blown away. Well, that one blows me away, man. I just think I didn't see that was possible. Okay, let's take that down. I'm actually got to close some tabs. Oh, my feet picture collection is out. Get my feet picture collection. But what is the reality of the wall? What is the reality? He says, you're impressed. I'm impressed that 
that it can get that crazy. But what's the realities of the wall? I know people talk about the wall being looks, but that's not the reality of the wall. The wall is the biological wall based on not the progressive mindset of surrogacy, the progressive mindset of egg freezing. The wall is the biological wall that every obstetrician and gynecologist knows about. And when you give the people the reality of this wall, people bring exceptions to the rule, which makes the age vary. When you talk about smaller Caucasian women, their biological wall sometimes ends up significantly early, meaning they have a very narrow window as to have children. If you do marry in that community or you do experience uh, child rearing in that community, you will find out that a lot of them cannot get pregnant or they have trouble getting pregnant and they often need some sort of help, right? Even a younger Kaylee will get have trouble getting pregnant. It's like a difficult thing. She'll get married. She'll run the street. She'll get married at 26, 27, and it'll take some time to get pregnant. Like they be trying and trying and trying. Now, of course, if you go to the Latina community, it's the polar opposite. Meaning you're trying not to even breathe and look at your Latina wife and she ends up pregnant. You slap her on the booty and she's pregnant. You breathe and kiss her, French kiss her, she pregnant. Black women typically do are the same and have the same fertility. However, theirs have been so mismanaged by the amount of drugs and early termination available at Planned Parenthood through the Margaret Sanger, the Negro problem issue, that for some reason they terminate more pregnancies. They do have the same fertility, but they have this objective of being strong and independent and self-sufficient that they tend to terminate more babies than they ever birth specifically in New York. Okay. So you do have a variation so that you can meet a Kaylee who has trouble at age 28. She's hit the biological wall. Maybe at age 30, 32, she's still like, oh, I'm going to try. And then she tries and then she's in tears. And then she's like, oh, I don't know what happened. And then it's a catastrophe. Like she might end up at the wall way earlier. A Latina chick might be 50 and like, I can still get pregnant. So that wall does vary by ethnicity. Yes, we're different in a variety of ways. Okay. So um, you guys got to watch out for that. Same, similarly, uh, anyway, moving forward. So the wall is always biological first. How can you procreate? The value is in procreation. If you can't procreate and you marry the one that she can't procreate, there's going to be a cost associated with that. So people typically have said, Push your bargaining chips in before you hit that biological wall. Some women say, no, we're not going to do that. I'm going to still do it. And don't tell me anything. Uh, we have articles that I've read where the women get mad at the doctors, whether the OBGYN is a male or a female, the woman will get mad. This isn't true. I'll have babies until I'm 50. Well, and some reason they don't listen. Now you get to the point where they're 30 and 40 trying to push in these chips or they have their kids already and they're like, I don't want to have any more kids. But that guy's worked hard to get to 35 and he wants to have his own family. He doesn't want a ready-made family. So if she's already had her babies at 15, 16, 17, and 19, she's done. She's like, I'm done. All right, no more. And then he comes in and is like, how am I going to put this together? I want my own children. Some men struggle with this, right? This is the reality of the wall. 
This is why some women don't understand why they don't get selected by men. Because the woman says, I have kids. Not only does she say she has kids, she might say, I don't want any more. That's a problem. You're not going to be selected. It's not the fact that you have a kid. It's the fact that you're not having any more. And the guy's 36. He's like, listen, I worked at my tech job all my life. I want to have kids of my own. And she says, no, just here's my daughter. She's 11. There's your kid right there. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. This is reprehensible. So they run up into the wall of dating in which they are not being selected as which they think they're, oh, I'm a good woman, though. Doesn't matter. Some men still want their own children. Some men don't want any more children. You just got to find your right mix. Bargaining chips aren't there. Now, the financial wall. Somebody says, did that 13 years, don't do it. Uh, the financial wall is real. We're going to get to two uh, stories of women who hit the financial wall. Um, uh, this is something that I talked about. I, I see this with women in my age group and the generation before. They're going to peter out. I call it petering out. They're going to get tired. And somewhere between 55 and 62, they're just going to be like, eh. Unfortunately, they haven't prepared themselves for the retirement. Um, some of them haven't really done anything well financially. They haven't done well financially at all. And when they get to this wall, it's way earlier than you can retire, but they're going to think, ah, why grind it out? Many of them will get into a relationship with you and say, okay, I'm done grinding it out. We'll just live off of your income. And you're like, what are we doing? <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. No, we're not going to do that. I thought you were a career career woman. Well, she's like, I'm 55, 60 now. I'm, I'm done. This is a brick financial wall, and it often comes with lack of preparation. But that age group, 40 to 50, this is what I typically see. He says they give you one coach, the coach retirement trap. Yep, they get it. Dude, this happens uh, 40s. I've dated a lot of women in my 40s. I'm in my late 40s now, approaching late 40s. And a lot of these women, what I find is that they struggle. You know, we've been through some tough economic hardships, and uh, as soon as you meet them, they tell you about their job. Soon as you kind of get in close to each other and get into that point where you're connecting and you're going to go into a relationship, they lose their job. They lose it. It's almost as if they plan it. All of a sudden, a job ain't is cutting back. All of a sudden, they job went through a hiring freeze. All of a sudden, the economy crashes. All of a sudden, they got to find temp work. And it's weird. And you're like, God dang. Yeah, they setting you up. It's a setup. All right. I knew a woman who she was like, I work at a restaurant. It's a family owned business. I'm the manager. I do all of the wait staff. I manage this. I manage that. Second time I saw her, she quit that job. Mm. I was like, yeah, you still working at the restaurant? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, well. Like what? And they get too comfortable. So this is the one thing that men don't uh, people don't share is that this is a very common maneuver that they'll use here's a woman in her 40s that she's hit the biological wall probably the financial wall but she's gonna say that she's not but she's faking normal she's gonna talk about dating in the 40s oh i gotta share the proper tab here 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 dating in your 40s guys i can't date women in my 40s anymore we can practice but i can't date you uh you guys it's just it's just not an equal match here we go right here and, of course, she thinks she's very smart. 
Um, I know this trap. I got fan. You know, I got I got people that I know that look smart, but they dumber than a box of rocks. Looks like she has a ring going too, but that's neither here nor there. Y'all gotta stop making dating over forty so difficult for women. Oh, we don't want the commitment. We don't want that. We just want the girlfriend experience, you know? Like, we want to go out on dates. We want the early morning phone calls. We want the random texts in the middle of the day. So all this, you moving in, joint bank accounts and titles. No, we don't want none of that, right? And we're definitely not moving in with you. But we want you to have your stuff together. Like, we want you to have your own place. Like, not living in your mother's basement, not having three and four roommates, because, you know, we want to come over from time to time. Like... So stop being so weird. Like, y'all not the only ones with game. Y'all gotta stop. Oh, my goodness. In between the time she waxes her mustache and comes over and drops that neck on me, she got a good 45 minutes to an hour. And that's about it. Somebody's auntie Somebody's auntie thinks she's still out here choosing. Now, here's the thing. Dudes are going to run through her like crazy. There, She's got no problem getting dudes to run through her, but she's ending up often with guys that are what? You know, got roommates and losers and, right, dudes that are dating on Tinder all day. And she's like, you know, I want you to have your own stuff. But, man, you're not meeting guys like that. First of all, some of them are married. Let's just say that. Number one, some of them are married. They're still mar miserably married. Number two, once they get divorced, they're not checking for you. If they do, you're going to be practice. Number three, many of them are homo reading rainbow, if you will. Many of those men have just thrown in the towel and just went to go butterflies in the sky. So you got that issue right there. Some of them, if they have their shit together, got younger women okay that they have in their rotation in your practice on tuesday night some of the guys if they have their shit together even if they're short tall whatever the hell they are they got their shit together they're not checking for you what what thinks you can jump into the front of the line your practice and most of the time you're annoying practice coming to my house smelling like uh with breath wine on your breath coming over here thinking you're funny Coming over thinking this is a girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend, boy, we see each other once a, once a week, once a month. You're going to get those cheeks clapped once a week, maybe about once a month, maybe. Maybe twice a month, maybe twice a month. Because I that's all I can tolerate you. You know what I mean? You cool, come over, you come through, be on time, come through. Get out of here within the about hour, hour, 15 minutes. Go back home. Go back to your house. I think we can, I think we're on one accord there. But obviously, then you want girlfriend experience. You're not a girl. You're an old woman. You're not a girl. Girlfriend experiences are for girls. <laughs> right? This is for girls. You know, young and then all the way up into what college age? That's a girlfriend. You don't have girlfriend experiences when you're 40. And so this is what she's out here with her delusion. And this is why she's going to hit the 50s. We're going to get to the 50s next. We're going to get to the 50s, the last 40 years. So the years up to when they're 
babies all the way up to 40, it's a party. Once they hit 40, the shit starts rolling downhill fast. She comes over my house, coming over from her job directly with her human resource office gear on. Peace Lee been boiling. She been sitting in that seat. Look, this is what happens, ladies. You want to tell me right here, the auntie experience. Here's what happens. Here she is right here. All right, so here's what happens. You say, hey, uh, hey, auntie, you know, come on over, bring your bag of toys. And she says, okay, cool. She said, I'm going to come over after work. Okay, she come over after work. <laughs> and she comes over with her church shoes on, her Marshall suit, coming back from her human resource meeting, barely coming in. Oh, I had to stay off. I had to stay later to answer a couple emails. Peace lead been boiling all day long, sitting in that chair. She's been sitting on that thing. That thing just a festering over. Blah, 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 blah. That thing just like this. Just a boiling. Feet stanking in them nasty old cheap ass payless shoes here. Feet stanking. <laughs> that thing done rip. You're going to take off all of that sweat all under the bra strap. You're going to be like, you can scrape the cheese off her back. Right there. You grab her back, the sweat. You go to kiss her neck. You go to kiss her neck and it's salty. Oh. <laughs> she take her shoes off them pantyhose them feet just peppy le pew and you like damn I ain't like alright <laughs> let me go on down there and you go down there got the hair all that and you like oh boy you didn't shave it either you knew you were coming over here that nappy dugout just ready you got to open windows. Okay. Oh, the that nappy dugout just sitting there. And you sitting there like, whoo, I'm a nasty boy. I'm a nasty boy. Oh, that's nasty. You go right into that nappy dugout. Then you finish up. You go get the steel bar soap and wash off your entire body. You jump right into the shower afterwards. You go right in the shower. You go right in the shower. You get like, I got to get all of this stuff. You smelling it. You can smell. You grab the back of your ear. Like, why is it back there? You don't know why. She got it on your head. She got it in your beard. She got it on your neck. She got it on your damn kneecap. You just, uh, just uh, <laughs> trying to get it off. It's under your arms. And then she'd be like, when we going to go out on a date this weekend? you like, oh, what the what? You can't even watch her get dressed. You're all demoralized for yourself. You sitting on the edge of the bed. You waiting for her to leave. You're like, yeah, uh, looks like it's time to go. And she's sitting up there getting dressed. You can't even look at her. You're like, oh, did I just do that? She's sitting up there looking like this. Yeah, so uh, can we go out this weekend? You like? Mm. Oh, did I do that? Mm. <laughs> you looking at the dips, the divots, all the areas that's darker or lighter, and some are darker than they were lighter. Anyway, 
you you sitting on the bed like just leave please just go home just go home yeah all right good yeah you leaving okay she walking to the door all right good let's walk her to the door yeah uh-huh i had a great time yeah oh uh, yeah date this weekend uh-huh let's go watch a movie okay yeah uh, let's go out uh, I'll pick you up when it's dark outside. All right, let's go. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you forgot something upstairs? Oh, shit. Okay, hold on. Stop right there. I'll go get it. <laughs> you go up. She leave the house. You take all of your sheets off. Zoom. Open all the windows. You start lighting candles. <laughs> lighting candles. Woo. Taking pillowcases off. Throwing them shits in there. Right to the washing machine. All right. Anyway, it's like, Lord, man, I can't believe the smell. Oh, Sprays for breeze everywhere. You got all them dirty washcloths and towels throwing them in there too. Get it there. She's like, damn. <laughs> yep. Get back in the shower. Crazy. And then she's sitting up here talking about. Talk about girlfriend experience. What? Stop making dating over 40 so difficult for women. We don't want the commitment. We don't want that. We just want the girlfriend experience, you know? Like, we want to go out on dates. We want the early morning phone call. Ma'am, that, that, that era is over for you. That's over. See, what they don't get, man, that's over, ma'am. You're, you're not getting that no more. You're 40. Like, I can give that to you or I can give that to any woman of any age if if I have the leverage. Okay. But I'm not giving, why would I even waste my time on you in them big-ass bifocals? All right, come on, man. There's no way. We want the random text. The random, what? What kind of, mm -hmm. dude, are you coming through? That's about the randomest text that you that you're going to get. You coming through is Monday. It's Monday. You coming through? Okay, you not? Okay, good. Give me a warning. And look, that text is coming through about 3 p.m. 3 p.m. And if you don't answer me by 4 p.m., I have already replaced. Oh, looks like I can't make it tonight because I got to know. I know what I'm doing today. Don't text me at 730. Hey, I just got off of work. Are we still getting it on tonight? Nope. No. No. You've been filled in. <laughs> Confirm. But at, confirm at 3 that you're coming at 8. Don't confirm at 7.30 that you're coming at 8. Oh, I think I could come through. Nope. No. <laughs> Random text throughout the day. In the middle of the day. So all this, you moving in, joint bank accounts and titles. No, we don't want none of that, right? She from the Bronx or New York or New Jersey. She from definitely from these areas. And we're definitely not moving in with you. But we want you to have your stuff together. Like, we want you to have your own place. Okay, so, but why would I turn that over to you, though? Like, why would I date you if I got all that? Like, I got my own place. I got my stuff together. Okay, and I'm going to pick you? <laughs> Hold up for a second. And that's you. You're going to steal dating dudes that live in apartments, yes. Like, not living in your mother's basement, yep. not having three and four roommates, because, you know, we want to come over from time to time. Yeah, and that's all you're going to do is drop that neck, all right? 45 minutes, an hour tops. Like, so stop being so weird. Like, y'all not the only ones with game.
Oh, Jesus. The reason you have game is because definitely you got kicked it off at life at 15. And I ain't even lying about that. 15. That's when life kicked out for you. Getting to this subject here, uh, the last 40 years are no bueno. So they're going to get to that age. And trust me, it's going to be like that. Um, Some women will get divorced, which is going to be a mistake unless their husband is abusive or a loser. They're going to get divorced and they're going to come out here talking like that. And it's going to be like, you're going to be like, oh, my God, stop. Well, let's play a woman. We're going into the 50s, 40s, 50s. This is where you want your younger women to learn. If they don't learn this at 20, they're going to end up like this. Let's go ahead and pop up some articles for you. Here we go. Because they're going to not be grinding. The, the grind's going to be over at 45. 50 for sure. 55 more, more than likely. They're not about to be grinding that shit out. Very rarely they're going to be grinding the 70. You'll be grinding the 70, but not her. Why older women face greater financial hardship than older men. And they say, this is what you want women to know in their 20s. Yes, you're not going to be a rich person you're not you're not going to be like you're not going to be rich sucking salami all your life you better turn that into some great great funding for your future uh pamela anderson is an example of this going around now in her 50s talking about everything that happened in the 80s and 90s and she's broke although a simp is going to give her 10 million dollars when he dies in a troubling picture, American women are looking at a rockier road to secure retirement than their male counterparts. Of course, because they don't take life seriously until they need to take life seriously. Then they end up looking like this here at 60. How old is this woman? They say she's 79. Yeah. It says right here in 2020, according to Dr. Johnson's analysis, 10% of women over 65 live in poverty compared to 8% of men. And by the way, men, we need to make sure we maintain our health. A lot of nurses are going to say, I see a lot of old men dying alone. Well, that's not bad. It's sad. I know. With far higher rates for poverty or uh, uh, for women who were older of color and unmarried. Uh-oh. For women who are colored. <laughs> I said that for women of color, married women, I'm sorry, unmarried black women. This is where y'all need to listen up quickly. Unmarried black women top the charts. 20% of unmarried black women over 65 are in poverty. And I'm sure close to them, there's people that are close to that. Even women who don't, hey, oh, they're going to talk about it right here. Even women who don't sink below the federal poverty line, which is $12,000 last year for a one-person household, 12K, God dang, face economic precaution, uh, precariousness. A quarter, that's 25%, of working women over 55 are at risk of being amongst the working poor. That's 25% of working women. These women have jobs are at risk of being amongst the working poor, defined as those who earn below two-thirds of the median hourly wage of $15 an hour. And it's only 15% for men. Small wonder that a quarter of women, that's another 20, that's 
A quarter of women over 65 consider an unexpected $1,000 expense a major setback. Yes, I mean, it would be a major setback for just for everybody, but come on. Most of them are going to start relying on Social Security, benefits, potentially. Let's look at this picture. Ann Turley. Wait a minute. <laughs> that name sounds familiar. Ann Turley, age 68, a veteran film and video uh, editor, okay, is getting by after some scary years of underemployment. She relies on about $1,200 in monthly Social Security benefits that she claimed early at 62. Mm. All right, so if you claim it earlier, you get less. And she got she got underemployed, 62. Come on, man, it's a rapsky. And, of course, the old reverse mortgage on her house in Los Angeles. She got the trifactor. But she recently needed a what? What I warned you about, a new hot water heater and about $4,000 in dental work every month is how do I pay this? How do I find money for that? And this could be just about anybody. But what this does tell you, gentlemen, what this does tell you is you, this is why we tell you to get on your damn grind. Okay. Here it is right here. This is partly because women are increasingly, okay, let me go back. Let me go back. Social Security calculates benefits based on workers' highest earning years, he pointed out, and mothers are apt to have some zero earning years that bring the average down. Oh, they got to have babies, along with years of part-time work. Social Security offsets only part of that penalty, but much of the discrepancy in financial stability at older ages stem from the majority, from a major demographic shift. Women now spend much less of their adulthoods in marriages. So the lack of marriages makes them disadvantaged economically. I don't need no man. This is partly because women are increasingly marrying later or not at all. But great divorces, here we go. CGA been trying to tell you. Great divorces among people over 50 doubled between the 1990s and 2010 even as divorces declined in younger cohorts. They got all kinds of excuses for these damn ladies right here. Divorce in late middle ages may improve women's emotional well-being. They initiate them more often than men, but frequently devastate their financial health. Wow, you guys are getting, hey guys. So we talk about this, uh, the great divorce. Even when they benefit, they get torn up. Even when they take you, for the house, the cars, they get torn up in divorces. And we think they won, but they lose. I've been telling you for a while, this is going to be the case. And I see this maybe in my own life, allegedly, is that as I'm able to get into my peak years, when I say peak years, I'm not talking about peak sexually, meaning I can have all the stamina to just fornicate all day. Peak earning years. I'm able to be able to do things a little bit easier to earn, whereas the counterpart is struggling. They're going to start hitting that financial wall. They're going to start hitting that not having the energy to do this repeatedly daily, uh, and they're going to look for the bailout. The job stability, meaning the market is rough. The, they're going to be affected by the economy. Then they're going to start trying to take from you, right? They're going to start take from you. Okay, you're doing good. I'm going to play a video. 
I'm going to play two videos here. This is a woman who was married, divorced, but now still lives off of the ex-husband. And uh, as I play this video, I want to warn you, do not go to their page and bother them. This is not for us to make fun of their situation. This is a lesson. Okay. So we're not going over there. We're featuring her. We're not here to make fun, but I'm just going to tell you, somebody even just said here on Locals, holy ish, coach was right. You're really stuck with them forever. Let's go ahead and pull this up. This is a this is an older black woman. And um, she's here talking about her retirement dilemma. This is some of y'all's mama. This is some of y'all's aunties. This is some of y'all's uh, future wives. This is an education, edutainment purposes only and fair use. This is the reality of older women. Okay, they become a dilemma and pretty much a burden for the rest of us, no matter what path of life they've chosen. Let's go ahead and play it. Uh, let's see here. Please keep all commentary about this individual on this page. A dilemma. So the haters want the haters want, though. Let's just go ahead and get straight into it because I don't want this video to go on forever. Uh oh, she got an intro. Hey, shout out to her. Shout out to her for having the intro. I'm impressed that she got a YouTube channel and she's using the Kinemaster editor. Shout out to her, though. Hey, look, go on and do your thing. She got a YouTube channel, man. Shout out to her. Look, hey, okay, so she living. Okay, all right. She in a tent. Hey, it's all good. But she's living her best life, right? She's fabulous and all of that stuff. But let's get real now. Let's get real. So first of all, anybody who didn't see a video a couple of videos back where um, I said that my ex-husband offered me his house until I could get senior housing because he's hardly ever there. He wait, 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 wait. Did she say my ex-husband offered his house until she... One thing you guys got to understand, and fair use, fair use, is I'm sure he got dragged, and she's going to insinuate that later. I did listen to it, and she didn't say the divorce was amicable. He, There was some dragging going on, and then they divorced, and then he now has another girl, but now he's letting her use the house until she get on her feet. See, things, the, things like this, let's just say the husband, the ex-husband doesn't do this. Who does it fall to next? Probably the son husband is going to be next. Then it's going to be nursing home, poverty, and so forth and so on. Yes, the ex-husband gave her access to his house while she qualified for senior living, which is it qualified age-wise or qualified financially? I'm not sure. She didn't clean that up. Here we go. This with his girlfriend. And, you know, there were some people who thought, oh, okay, why well, I get that? Because usually when people say stuff like that, it's because, you know, either somebody's going to get used or somebody's hoping to get used. But everybody's relationship is different. My ex-husband and I have been divorced for 20 years. All right, so I'm going to do some basic math here for a second. I'm going to do some basic math. This woman looks around the age of 65. I'm going to give her 62. I, I really can't tell. She might have said it earlier. She's in her 60s. She might be 61, 62. Let me go back 20 years. 
That's 42. She got divorced in her 40s and she was going to live in her best life. She was going to go ahead and get her job and focus on her career. And I think she said she was a homemaker for a period of time. So she was in a traditional relationship. I'm not sure. And then it didn't work out. And then guess what? Now he's t- the ex-husband 20 years removed has got to do what? Come back and help out. Walmart is always hiring. Somebody said 100. All right. I'm going to say late 60s at best. All right. Let's continue. here. 20 years. And even though our divorce was rocky at the start. There it is. We both sat down and thought. About All right. Look, this is important. Real- this is important. There it is right there. There it is right there. Did you hear this shit? I'm going to play it again. She dragged him. So I could focus on my career. She dragged him. Even though I dragged his ass. the fir- So guys, if you have a ex-wife, she's going to come back to you after the kids do what? They're going to go gr- get grown up. They're going to grow up. They're going to go start their own life. And then your ex-wife going to come to you with the sad music. Well, I know I dragged you and made your life a living hell. The entirety of your child's life. I know I used the child for child support. I knew I did this. I knew I did that. But guess what? I'm still the mother of your children. What? Man, I swear to God, I will never, ever. I got a long ass memory. You ain't you ain't getting goddamn thing for me. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. You and you're gonna earn all of that. You earned all of that shit. Oh my god. Let's play that again. So you guys get prepared for this shit. No, either somebody's gonna get used or somebody's hoping to get used. But everybody's relationship is different. My ex-husband and I have been divorced for 20 years. 20 years years and even though our divorce was rocky at the start when we both sat down and thought about it we realized that the path that we were on uh-huh. when we first got married uh-huh. had changed and so if we continued to try to stay married we would just continuously bump heads continuously bump heads continuously bump heads all right so it sounds like she thought about that shit when she was in her late 50s like uh oh hey, you know what you know we just grew apart huh yeah 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 then she convinced his ass after that <laughs> what all right but before when you was dragging him in family court you wasn't thinking about it because when i got married i was basically a woman who was raised to be a housewife I'm sorry. You were basically a woman who was raised to be a housewife. She didn't say I was a housewife throughout my whole marriage. She says I was a woman who was raised to be a housewife. Clear distinction here. Clear distinction. And then circumstances changed. And I had to get a job to help out. And I started a business. And all of a sudden, I'm in a different place. She started a business. Was it selling African medallions or something like this? Now, the 
the woman he dates now, she is the woman I used to be. See, I changed. My ex-husband didn't change. <laughs> Jesus. Man, you can't make this shit up. So he didn't change. He got a new girl. She filled your spot. And you was the one out here done change. And it's all Jermaine phone. It's always Jermaine phone. So you changed, you flipped, and then you divorced him, and it was a bitter divorce. And now all of a sudden you're living up. Man, I'm gonna tell you, bro. I'm telling you. See, here's the problem: it becomes everybody's burden. And they never get off of the accountability. They never be like, damn, I really fumbled this opportunity. You literally had a lottery ticket from 20 to 40, fumbled it. Don't ever think that they're going to do what? They're going to have a realization that, oh, man, I really fumbled this shit. Nope, it's still going to be everybody's fault. And uh, they're going to have a beautiful narrative to put a word salad together of how they messed it up without saying they messed it up. All right, this story right here is going to be a little bit more depressing. It's going to be graphic. Let me just tell you. Um, and I don't use these stories to belittle the individual. We're going to say fair use to um, the Atlanta Street interviews. I've actually used these videos quite a bit. Let me see if I can pull this up. Oh, wait a minute. Can y'all see that? The Atlanta Street interviews. And this is a woman in her 50s, age 51, four kids, divorced twice. Dad was a pastor. Now she sells peace leave on these streets. Brothers, let me tell you. In these streets. Not every woman ends up this bad. Not every woman ends up this bad, but this is another cautionary tale. Listen distinctly to the decisions made early in life. Try to check for to see if she is going to acknowledge where her faults are. If she's going to blame other men and then and then realize what opportunity she fumbled by not listening to her pastor father. She had a father that was giving her direction and she said, I don't want it. All right. She says, I don't want it. I know my best. Again, this is the trap of women in their early teens to 40. Now, like, I ain't got to listen to shit y'all telling me because why? They're winning in life. They're developing. They're looking their most attractive. They're getting opportunities. They got options. They're winning. Then they fumble it and they end up looking like this, guys. Let's go ahead and show you this. And there, I don't feel sorry for her, but it's sad that this is how life turned out. Let's play it right here. All right. I'm still on chipmunk mode. It's how I get through my day. Here we go. Time heals. Okay. Okay. All right. And Fair so, use. do you have any kids? Have three adults and a teenager. Okay. Um, the three adults. How old are they? Thirty-five, thirty-four, and thirty-three. All right. So she's fifty-one, and she has a thirty-five-year-old, a thirty-four-year-old, and a thirty-three-year-old, and that is not it. She has a fourth child, which is currently a teenager as they call it in America, which we call an adolescence. Do the math. If she's 51 and she has a 35-year-old, when did she get started? This is what I want you to understand. They have, the, they have the ability to start way earlier than us. So most of us, I'm sorry for our dating coaching and game coaches, most of us didn't really get it on and popping until we were 20. Some of us till 25. Some of us never. Some of us got our stride when we were 30. Some of us got our stride when we were 35. Like men are constantly like, oh, God, God, God. We're not getting the options that women have, right? 
we're not handed a winning lottery ticket. We're handed a straight up losing lottery ticket. We're handy, we're handy, uh, we're handed shit on a plate with a with a side of syrup. And they were like, make the best out of this shit. Okay. So when we lose in the end, we don't get to play the victim. If we don't build, we don't get to say we deserve. We know that's there, but for some reason, not there for them. Let's go ahead and play this here. Um going back full screen. Here we go. Okay. Um, are those all same guys or different different guys? Different dads? Oh, no, same one. Same dad? Uh-huh. Okay. She just lied right there. You'll, you'll hear the lie again. I think he's going to ask her again. She insinuated that the four kids are from the same dad. Nope. Let's continue. Um, and you say have a teenager? How old is a teenager? She'd be 16. 16? Mm-hmm. And so is that the same dad or that's a different dad? That's a different dad. Different dad? Okay. okay. So that's where I messed up. So the three are from one dad. The the teenager is from the another dad. We can probably assume that she was married twice and produced from those marriages, but that's not always the case. Sometimes she produced the last child from not the second husband. It could be from a baby daddy. So we do have a adolescent young lady whose mother is out here in these streets, brothers. In these streets. So whoever the child is, whoever the young lady is, probably don't have a chance. Probably don't have a chance in life. Let's continue. All right, yeah, because you said you had husbands. So were you like legally married or just kind of long-term relationships? No, I was legally married. I got married at 15 and turned got married again at 18. Okay, so again, let's talk about how early they start. This is from earlier in the show. She was married at 15 and then 18. Guys, you ain't even, you just trying to put some stank on your finger. You just trying to put some stank on your finger. You ain't even thinking, dude. You just wishing you could have a relationship with a woman, one sexual relationship. This woman's getting just opportunity after opportunity and fumbling it as we go along. So you're going to hear some accountability be passed along, but let's continue. At 15? Somebody, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so we're going to talk about that in a second. By the way, if you have a 15-year-old or 16 or something, um, a lot of these young women won't tell you because I had a friend that I grew up with, a young woman that I grew up with. We we were close to each other from age 12 to about 14 or 15. This woman had two babies in that time frame. I'm going to say it again. I was friends with a young woman. We were cool between the ages of 12 and 15. That woman had two kids in those years. Two. With gangbangers. All right, with gangbangers. Number one, that's number one. Number two, a lot of these women start pushing for emancipation at that age. It is it is more common than you understand. I don't know the statistics, but a lot of women around 14, 15, 16, they start pushing for emancipation. They start leaving their fathers. Uh, the fathers do play a role in this. We'll talk about this lady. They start trying to get away from their mammies. Some of them start turning tricks. It starts off young. Some of them get violated. Family, close people in neighborhoods, gangbangers. Some of them get violated. Yes. Some of them start partying, drinking, smoking weed, doing a whole bunch of shit. It is what it is, man. It is, but people don't talk about it. But here's what you need to do. If you're with a woman who is in her 40s, you need to go back into her teenage years and you need to find out what happened. Because it might explain a lot. 
Go back. What did you doing when you were 12? What were you doing? If she wasn't in 4-H, if she wasn't in Girl Scouts, if she wasn't on the damn volleyball team, if she wasn't running track, if she wasn't in the spelling bee, and she was running around the streets. In these streets. At that age, you know you got one that been the gun started early. And that's a lot of trauma that you're going to have to figure out. That's why she is where she is. 40, 50, 60. They got started early. Let's continue. She wasn't, yeah, she was raving. She was in there 16, uh, going to concerts. Dude, that was the whole 1980s for rock concerts and, and rap concerts. 16, they was running down to Hollywood. When I lived in Southern California, them girls was running down to Hollywood, getting in the front row, backstage, underage, adolescence. How you doing? Fine. She replied, yeah. They was back there doing that. Most of these rappers who they rapped about were those girls, not not grown adult women, not 30-year-old women. And when, when they was talking about getting stuff done on the tour bus, it is what it is. But do your due diligence. If they out there like that, they got probably started early, bro. Um, all right, so let's just let's start from the beginning. So where are you from? From Atlanta, Georgia. You said from where? Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> hey, man. Atlanta's a hot spot for getting started early. Um the South is a hot spot for getting started early. So is the Midwest. Um, for the most part, these are hot spots for getting started early. Let's go ahead and skip because he's going to do a lot of Atlanta representing here. Oh, that. Yes, sir. All right. So growing up on the South side, did you have both mom and dad in the household? Yes. And my mother and father was, my dad was a pastor and a high school teacher, um, master barber and sergeant. Okay. So let's start right there. This is where I'm looking at for young women being a father myself. Her father was a heart. He was a good man. He was a pastor, a barber, a master barber. What else she said? A sergeant in the army. Like she named like four things. Yep. He was doing. Hold up for a second. I missed one. Hold up. Let me see something. here. All right. So growing up on the South side, did you have both mom and dad in the household? Yes. And my mother and father was, my dad was a pastor and a high school teacher, um, master barber and sergeant. A high school teacher good lord okay he was a he was a barber a, a teacher a master sergeant and a pastor and she out here in these streets how how uh, let me guess he was too disciplined he was disciplinary and people are gonna say and he's gonna mention this later oh you know sometimes when the father's too disciplined the girl acts goofy come on man we gonna still live off of that okay She's actually going to cry later about this later. This is going to be an issue that she's going to use to say this is why she ended up here. Uh, bear with me. Bear with me. Just, just watch this shit. It's crazy. Uh, play it. And uh, him, uh, my, my father took care of wife and his kids. They were together for 53 years until he passed 2006. Okay. Okay. He was a good man. Um, he he was with his wife for 56 years, took care of his kids, six kids, one wife. He probably had no outside kids. And here she is in these streets, bro. In these streets. 2013, sorry. Okay, so he was a hardworking man and 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 they were married and everything, huh? Yes, uh -huh. How many uh, siblings do you have? Um, uh, Yeah, he was abusive, right? He was abusive. And so you turned out to be a hooker. All right, let's continue. There were six of us. Six of y'all? And three on pass. Okay, okay. And so where are you in the birth order? 
I'm the fifth. You're the fifth. Okay. Yeah. And so your baby sister was the baby, baby. baby. Okay. All right. And so, I mean, growing up, would you say that you had like a fairly normal childhood? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good childhood. Yeah. Sometimes my father was very strict. Ah, uh, there it is. You see it? Uh, you can barely hear it. Sometimes my father was very strict. Sometimes my father was very strict. What that means is he held you accountable. He was disciplining. He didn't let you run out in the streets. Even still, uh, you rebelled against him and got pregnant and married at 15. Mm -hmm. 15. She gave up the discipline of a pastor's daughter because the father was disciplined and she went out there hoe hopping at 15 brothers you cannot make this shit up you can't make this dude they be ruined early they ruined a long way earlier before you show up if you showed up in her life and she was 25 she already been already dealing with trauma since she was 15 bro you guys gotta watch out for this shit this is very very common and this leads them into their 40s 50s 60s here we go times you know but he taught us he taught us a lot he taught us how to work independent so let me ask about that because i mean it sounds like you so you got married at 15 so it sounds like is that when you got pregnant yes okay um did you get married because you were forced to get married or you know how did that come about well i got I really got married to um to um oh boy the drugs kicking in and shout out to the Atlanta street interviews go subscribe to his channel a great interviewer and just to be fair, despite the fact that she's older and been on drugs and living on the street, she's still not a bad looking woman. She could be worse to, for wear. She could be very weather beaten and she's still like decent. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hit it, but let's continue. I didn't want my daddy's reputation to be. I, I did it to, I got married to cover up my daddy's reputation. Right, right. Because I mean, back he, then, you know, it's kind of, right, right. Oh, oh okay. It's, oh, okay. I got married to cover up the daddy's reputation. My daddy was a pastor, so I had to get married. Let's continue. So, um, so let, let me ask about that. You said that growing up, sometimes he would be strict. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that strict upbringing kind of played a part in you, you know, maybe once you got to a certain age, kind of, you know, kind of doing things and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About him being strict, it caused me to jump out the windows and meet different guys because I wasn't allowed to. Do you know? think if he would have eased you into it that it wouldn't have necessarily gone that route? Right, it would have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. <laughs> so, so you was a hoe. A skeezer, you wanted to be out here, your peace leave itching. Your daddy tried to say, Look, daughter, you're not gonna be able to do this and do that. People will use this shit. Blue, you know what? Uh blue pills will use this. Well, if you're too hard on your daughter, she'll be turned into a hooker. Okay. So what you supposed to be? Uh uh Mr. Barker's got his daughter Alabama out here in these streets. I'm sure they're best of friends. So they want you to be easy on you, and you wouldn't have been out here a skeezer. Yeah, okay. Hold up for a second. I'm peppy. Blame it on the daddy. Uh, let's continue, man. Oh, yeah, if he was eased up on me, I would have been a good girl. Mm. <laughs> who okay, who believes that shit? Because, look, I, I will say, if you're tough on your daughter, she's going to rebel. And if she has an avenue to escape, she's going to escape. If she wants to be a 304, she'll be a 304. 
But who believes if the dad was leaner on her, she would have turned out righteous? Who believe who believes that shit? First of all, it's hard for us to say. Who believes that? It's total BS bullshit. Oh, if she would have, he would have let me go out there to the parties in the clubs, going out there, getting the brakes beat off of me, going out to concerts. I would have just eased right into being a 304. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's continue, man. This shit writes itself. You guys got to watch out for this. All right, this is what they'll use. Oh, yep, it was daddy. Guess what? You know where daddy is? That's where daddy is right now. <laughs> Daddy's dead. He can't even defend himself. Continuing. No, I, 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 have... didn't, I didn't know anything about young guys. I wish that maybe they had sat, sat down and talked to us about young men, who to choose, who not to choose, what to look for, and stuff like that. But I wasn't, I had the experience for myself. I'm telling you, man. I tell you, I, I just took my middle school age daughter to a little, you know, a young guy's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stayed the whole time, you know, mm-hmm. but I want to ease her into things. I don't want her to feel like I'm, you know, being too strict and, you know, to where then she turns 18 and she just goes wild, you right, know? Right. All right. I mean, that's, that is common. That is common. I've seen that uh, of girls that I coach where the dad was too strict, but these days they don't even know what strict is by telling you to clean your room. That's strict. <laughs> okay. That could be strict today. So, I mean, let's talk about that. Like, you know, you know, you, you had both parents. You you know he he was a hardworking guy and everything. What was the age that you lost your virginity? Because you had the baby at fifteen. When 13. did you lose thirteen? Oh man, thirteen, man. This dude worked hard all his life. Dad worked hard, sacrificed, had one wife, boring sex, six babies. She out here at thirteen. Oh, the humanity. Sorry for the loud side effects. Brothers, brothers, this is what y'all be inheriting a lot of times. Y'all be inheriting this. And they'll tell you that you need to fix it. And if you can't fix it, they'll blame you. Let's continue. Okay, so. I got pregnant pregnant at 14. All right, so pregnant at 14. Okay, at 14, I had the baby at 15. Um, Before I got got married. Sorry for the noise in the background. Before I got, before I had the baby, I got married to, um, you know, kind of protect my dad's reputation. Right, right. So, okay, so then what was happening was... Amalam's all in the background? Was that you was cheating on your first husband with this guy? Damn, there's some saggy waggies under that bra. Let's continue. Good Lord. Do not pan. Do not pan down to that bra. Ugh. I'm bleeding cheap. I was, uh, when, I got, when I got pregnant by this young guy, that's when I got back with my guy who had brought me in. Okay. And so I told him, I told him I was pregnant by such and such. Right. And um, there was no really no feelings between us. I had feelings with this guy. So he, yeah, yeah. So I don't so care we, about nothing. So we got married, although he knew it was someone else's child. Okay. Oh my! Oh my God! Wait a minute! Whoa! 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 So her first. What did I tell you? I told you this earlier. We, I said we we're gonna insinuate that the two married men were the fathers, and they weren't. She said she got ma- she got pregnant by one guy and married to another guy to protect the reputation of the father. <laughs> my goodness! Oh, the humanity! Sorry for the loud sound effects. This shit is out of control, bro. 
And so how how was that marriage? Yeah, sound like terrible. a pimp too. Yeah, turned her out. She did say turn out. What, what was so terrible about well, it? Well, he didn't want to work and he became abusive. Uh, he had a child on me. So oh. I was done. Okay. So we man, she did the trifecta. He didn't want to work, was abusive, and had a child on me. She was young, so I'll give her a pass. So how long did the first marriage last? Six months. Oh wow. Okay. 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 And so then after that, you got with the guy that you have the kids with. Right. But um, you got with him a few years later, basically, is when y'all actually married. Right. Okay. 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 I can't keep up. Okay. I got it. I got it. I don't. And so how was that marriage? Terrible. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So before she hit 20, she's already got two terrible marriages, multiple kids. Before 20, gentlemen. Before 20. And then you come into their life at 30, 35, 40, and you wonder why you can't get her to listen. Of course, the other guy was abusive. How many times do we have to hear that shit? Abusive. Ay, ay, ay. Let's get and get let's continue. It was terrible too. Yeah. Why was that marriage terrible? Well, he's, he was abusive. Uh, didn't want to work. Oh, another one. Didn't want to support the children. Uh, oh. Always drinking. Uh, What's going on in the background? He was always going from this house to that house to go stay with the children. He was never uh, stable. Right. All right. So I got to skip ahead. Okay. I, let me see here. Uh, my mother and father would tell me why I stopped hanging with him because he was doing drugs. I didn't believe that. You know what I'm saying? My dad would tell me, he said, you can hang around there, boy. You're going to be doing drugs, too. Uh, oh, man, what's going on in the background? Let me skip ahead here. Was with him? Yeah. yeah. All right, so the first time she's done drugs is with this second husband. Second husband, she's introduced her drugs. All right, let's continue. Um, he had brought her to the house. We had finally got out of the apartment. And we're talking about the heart, right? Yeah, uh -huh. right. I got out of the apartment, and I came back from church. I walked in to the house, and I smelled some. <laughs> oh, my Lord. This woman full of stories. So look, 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 look. This is definitely in the crack era. This woman said her husband got her in the drugs. She came home from church and got on the drugs. You cannot make this. What world do they live in, man? What world do they? They live in a world where they think the land of make-believe. They be living in a land of make-believe. Let me just go on and see. Yeah, I came home from church and I started doing crack. Mm. <laughs> Somebody says the husband was the P-I-M-P. I mean, wouldn't well, she was at church. That doesn't mean anything. I'm different in the apartment. So when I went in the bathroom, I noticed that he was sitting down. He was like, hi. And he had these little blue sacks on the uh, sink. And he was asking me to go ahead and do it. He said it would it makes her sex more and all this kind of stuff like that. So I did it really I love what did because he loved her because I love him. I just do what he say. So I just do drugs to do what he said. Dude, there's no accountability. No accountability. No, yep, man, I messed up. I got on the drugs. I was partying. It was uh we were gonna have great sex. I I, I did it myself. I started to it myself. It's always their fault, bro. I tried it, and when I tried it, my life went downhill. Yeah, but yeah, it made me it made me get all hyped up, whatever. But he never told me about the horrors of this addiction. <laughs> dude, this is why, dude. These are your burdens now. She said he never told me 
the horrors of this addiction. Are you are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? She never he never told her. You, what? What? Mm. What? I didn't know drugs would be addictive. She's in her damn twenties. I didn't realize it. I never knew that you lose your mind. I never knew you go homeless. I never knew that you end up in the streets. I never knew you get. Uh, I never knew you eat off the ground. You walk in the rain, the snow, it didn't matter. So I mean, you've eaten off the ground. No, I didn't, I didn't eat off the ground. No, I didn't. Okay. So I mean, as far I as, used, as I have used as to far walk as, from the rain to wash myself off. As far as the R word, what you just said, has that happened to you before? Yes. 23 times. Um, 23 times? Okay, um, we're going to skip this part, but she's talking about getting great 23 times. She's keeping count, obviously. Now, now th this is the question. This is the question. This is the question. Was it worth it, young lady? I mean, you had a dad. Yeah, he was a little strict on you or disciplined. But this is how life turned out for you. This is how your life turned out. Yeah, man, F my daddy. He was on me. And these dudes introduced me to drugs. This is outrageous, bro. You could have literally followed your daddy. And, and, and you know what I mean? That's, that's where it started. But you wanted to jump out of the windows per your advice. You were getting knocked up at 14, I believe. Yep. You know what I mean? This is the problem. They become men's bur burden. So this is a better life. Your dad probably called you back home. Your probably dad probably fought for you. Your dad probably said, come on. Okay, I'll lighten up a little bit. Nothing. She out here getting ran through. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. And still in the spirit of rebellion. It's sad, guys. Sometimes you can. You, there's not much you can do out here. They're going to live their own world, live it, party up, and do the good thing. And then once they hit 35, 40, they start calling for everybody to save them. Hey, come on, come on, man. I'm a good woman. Save me. Man, this is crazy, bro. Let me see. There is a couple more segments here. Howdy. Yeah. When was the first time? How old were you? I was 25. 25. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's continue. Probably the drug use. And before you get in an area that's no one's around, they put out a gun on you or put out a knife. All right, I don't want to. And when I went for a trade, this guy snatched me up and he pulled me. It just so happened that he knew who I was. This is someone I grew up with. And someone. She was, it was her in the beginning. I mean, uh, me doing it, I'm sure. Because um, when I go out, I'm being just, I, I never call home. Let me see. My dad would feed him, but he busted the door and he went crazy trying to fight him off, whatever. And they ran down the stairs. All right, so. And, um, I was real little. I had lost a lot of weight. I lost. I was down like ninety pounds because I first started doing drugs, and uh, he picked me up and uh, he carried me to his car. One thing I'm going to tell you about this: if you marry or get with a woman, an older woman past the age of thirty, and she's done drugs, there's a high likelihood that she's experienced something similar to this at least once, right? So, um, you know. I, I ended up, I was messing with this Kaylee who was, you know what I mean? You could tell she was, she was on the mud shark side a little bit, but she owned her own business. She owned her own business. She was doing well, had her own townhouse, dog, everything. Then she told me in her younger years when she was in her early 20s, she used to do coke. And I was like, 
I was like, done. That all, because most of the time they don't get drugs for free. Most of the time they're not paying the druggie, the drug dealer. Most of the time they're doing things for these drugs, either for the person getting them the drugs or the drug dealer themselves. That is a red flag. If they do drugs, hardcore drugs, even just sometimes weed will get them in a situation where they're doing weird stuff, right? With the dealer or something like that, or dudes that sell the weed or something. Even that, if they have history of drug use, it's an automatic, it's one of the biggest red flags. You got to go. Uh, she got to go. Do not press forward on that. Continuing. Are your parents still living? My father passed 2013. My mother, she's still living. Yeah. Still living? Man. So, I mean, imagine. You know, I mean, how does she feel about your life and how it's gone? Well, um, she was, it was her in the beginning. I mean, uh, me doing it, I'm sure. Because um, when I go out, I'm being just, I, I never call home. I never let them see me because I was embarrassed. Because I was working for Eternal Revenue. As an open uh, uh, OPEX operator, and I went from there from a suit to a bathing suit. It's it. Oh. And then I began to live in the woods. Uh, I was ashamed of myself. Okay, so there's the, the accountability. She's ashamed of herself, at least when it comes to the mother. At least when it comes to reporting to the mother, she's ashamed of herself. I'm not sure with the father, but the father died knowing. And this is a sad reality. The father died knowing that at least one of his daughters, and I think his youngest daughter died of a drug overdose or something. I can't remember, but the younger daughter. So the, the two youngest children, one died and one lived in the streets. And the dad, somebody says he deleted the dad, and the dad got to wake up every day, think about his daughters out there, just, and he, and he dude, I don't know anything about this 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 guy's a father, but it sounded like he was a teacher, a barber, a, a a person in the military, and a damn pastor. Sound like he's like what? Like damn. And this is what happens when you have women in this world misleading other women. Trust me, women are women are the blind leading the blind. They don't push women to the finish line unless that woman got a part of some executive coaching program and they're at Goldman Sachs and they push them to the top. That's the rarity. Most of the time, the blind leading the blind, sabotaging themselves, suiting themselves in the foot, mama enabling them. And you just are sitting there going, God damn. I'm here and this person's a burden on me. Not only are they a burden, they're a they're a uh, embarrassment. Listen to this. You're going to hear this later where the woman says, why? What, how she felt about her father. Let's see if this is the part right here. Let's see if this is the part. The burden. And guys, they're not winning at 50. They're not winning at 40. Some are. Small percentages are. So, yeah, she was worried. He used, used to have a picture of me from pole to pole asking if they see me. And when I see it, I, I call them know that I'm okay. Or they're coming, coming four calls deep, riding around looking for me. And we get out once they found me. Everybody be hugging me and trying to get me to come home. But she don't want to do it. But I was too ashamed. She was too ashamed. See, so uh, ashamed a lot oftentimes prevents them from healing, 
right? They know they're wrong, but they're not going to admit it. So they just stay out there and ruin their one life. Listen to you. Once I have done it, you know, you know, once you have been here and then you're here and your people, your peeps around, you see you. Emblems. Want to be proud of you. It, it kind of embarrasses them. So she's embarrassed. See, because they don't live well, typically live well with accountability, they can't turn embarrassment. They can't come back and be like, oh, you know, dad, you were right. I ruined the next 20 years of my life. You were right all along. Nope. They continue to just ride it out into the abyss and maybe take you with them. Okay. Wow. Let's continue here. Unfortunately, this is the case. So, I mean, have you ever tried to stop? Yes, every time. I, I know that's not quite how addiction works, but I'm just asking, like, what have those times been like? Like, what, what, paint me the picture of what that looked like. When I, when, I go to, when I go to jail or whatever, I'll be saying to myself, I just I'm gonna try this thing over. And they put me in a rehab. Once I go to a rehab, um, no, once I go to, well, they had a rehab inside the jail that I was in. And um, they would teach us, teach us about addiction and a lot of different other stuff they taught us that I did not know. And so I, uh, first of all, do not do drugs, gentlemen. God, this is the goddamn truth. So once you do drugs, it's a wrap. All right. You, you just set yourself back significantly. So then you're going to deal with prison, prostitution, stripping, uh, pimps, corners, living in the woods. Once you do drugs, it's a wrap. Drugs are the dumbest things you can do. I do not understand why people do drugs. All right. Never done a drug in my life. I don't get it. There's nothing that comes good from it. The shit always goes left. It feels good. You party. You party. You feeling good. But as soon as you do, the, eventually the devil comes back and be like, well, here's the rest of your life. Jeez, man, I don't get it, man. People are, and then, come on, man. You got to know what drugs do to you. Stop, stop, man. Um, they transition up to Mayor Hall Freedom House. All right, get out of okay, halfway house and shit. You know, this time I make money. Um, having certain clothes I wear could be a trigger. You know, certain mm -hmm. music that you listen to could be a trigger. Mm -hmm. And so... Those little things kind of gather within my mind. And then That's okay. And so I would get in the car with them back on again. Mm. Like, what are those clothes? We skip again. Here, you know, I just kind of good with this. Hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It drives me out here, and um, anybody that's normal don't live a normal life. You know, but this this craving, that's that Mike is the Mike will become a gorilla. Okay, it could be a lot of stuff from the it could be a lot of stuff from the rest of the past. About it that you haven't talked about that you're running away from. And what is going on, man? Goodness, who can who can live like this? By the way, hold on for a second. Jesus, this is so distracting. I always want my dad to be proud of me, and I always wanted to hear it. There it is. There it is. Listen to this. Listen to this. Oh my God. Look at this chaos here. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I feel, you know, the people of America, when you you guys don't see this life, uh, you got to go to downtown and near these soup kitchens. These are pe people living miserable lives. Now, listen to this. All right. Go ahead. Well, I always, I always want my dad to be proud. Uh-huh. What? Always want my dad to be proud of me, and I always wanted to hear it, but I never heard it. There it is. There it is right there. There it is. That is the scapegoat right there. That's the scapegoat. 
of every person who F's their life up. I just wanted my dad to be proud. He never was proud of me. You see, he pushed me to be <laughs> dad out here dead. He says, your dad is worm food, lady. It's too late. Oh, dad was hard. He never told me he loved me. He never was proud of me. He never said good job. He never gave me an allowance. He told me to stay in the house to stop owing. He told you you're going to be a slut. He told you this. And then all of a sudden, 50 years later, here we go. <laughs> dad said he was never proud of me. I just wanted to hear him. First of all, this is bullshit. It's bullshit. Second of all, looking at how you lived your life from 13 to 51, there was not much to be proud of. So, with that being said, why would he say he was proud of your life doing what you've done? You were a crack fiend, multiple marriage, teenage pregnancy. Good Lord, what is he proud about? You want him to bend the knee. You want them to bend the knee. After you effed up your life, you wanted your dad to come in. Oh, is that what you want, honey? Okay, come. Let me tell you I'm proud of you. Okay, does that fix everything? Nope. That don't fix nothing. It doesn't fix anything. What do you mean? You wanted to, I'm sure he'd said, every time this happens, your wife will even say this. You never tell me this. You never tell me that. And you tell her, and it falls on deaf ears. You warn them out of love. Don't do this. You don't want, you want to be careful. You warn them out of love. You tell them you're proud of them. You tell your wife you love them. Falls on deaf ears. Then all of a sudden, oh, you never said it. I just want them to say it. This is crazy. People are out of their minds, but they become your burden. You die as a dad. You die as a hu husband or an ex-husband. You die as a man trying to do right by society. And then here it is here. We got to pick up the pieces. Of a decisions that they made one, two, three, four. By the time they hit 40 and 50, from 13 on, they've been living a life of just full of trauma. It's sad. Nobody else will tell you this information. But I'm showing it to you just so you can see it. It's going to be dad, Jermaine's fault, whoever. It was the pimp's fault. It was the baby daddy, number one. Baby daddy number two, husband number one, husband number two, boyfriend, the 28 guys, the pastor. Now it's back to daddy. Mm -hmm. Mommy ain't took one hit yet. Mama hasn't took one hit yet in this interview. Mama hasn't took one hit yet in this interview. And her dad is worm food and he's getting ravaged in this interview. He's dead as a doorknob. He getting torn up. His whole legacy as a pastor, a hardworking man, a man who made money, a man who supported six children and a wife. Two kids became knucklehead crackheads and died, essentially. And dad is getting killed in this interview. He done woke up and she didn't she didn't deleted his ass again. It's crazy. This is y'all's legacy, y'all. This is what we doing. This is what we're doing out here, man. This is absolutely insanity. No accountability. Let's play it here. You never heard him say that he was proud of you? No. Why do you think you never heard that? Because no one ever told him. 
What? No one ever told him that they were proud of him. But he lived a life, 58 years married. Six kids. What? Oh, my God. These people are special education students. This is unbelievable. Did he know that you felt that way? <laughs> okay, of course he didn't know. He's, he don't know now either. He's dead. And I guess what? Guess what? Guess what? This woman's 51. He died in 2013, so he died when she was 41. Guess what? Guess what? From 13 to 41, this man, this man, sadly enough, he already died. He already died. He lost one daughter. He lost you. He was already done. He, he, he was already like, damn. His soul was crushed. Crushed his soul. Then you blaming it on him, kicking dirt on his name. <laughs> he says, don't bring the tears. You know the tears are coming after all of this. Okay. Well, I mean, so at this point, what, if anything, oh, are we doing to try to get ourselves out of this position in life? Well, yeah, what you going to do now? Yeah, scream your way out. Praise your way out. No, nah, no, nah, no, dude. No, 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 no. Scream and praise ain't going to do a damn thing. It's going to be a hard life from here on out. I'm sorry. Past 40, it gets tough for you. Just like it was tough for me up until 40. Your last 40 is rough. Our first 40 is rough. Your last 40 is rough, man. Crazy way I mean, you say you was a choir director at one point. Yeah, I was like the Avengers. Enough of this shit. All right, let's get to these Super Chats, man. Thank you for the support. And thank you for sitting through that long interview right there. Uh, but this is what we're dealing with. Oh, there was one more article that I wanted to show you here. Um, so you can see this is going to be the burden of a lot of people. Sometimes women don't listen to you. They know it all until they don't know it all no more. Retirement security. Older women report facing a financial, financially uncertain future. Okay, you got that going on. Okay, you got that going on. AARP. Women aged 50 to 64 are financially stressed. AARP survey finds. Financial worries, views of adults, 50 plus women specifically. I'll go through these. Take, take a look. Take a look. These women are more likely to express strain across a various variety of forms of financial forms. Uh, uh, fronts, it says nearly four in 10, 39% of women above the age of 50 say that the economy is not working well for them personally compared to roughly three in 10 of men. Uh, sorry, um, let me see here. Uh, two-thirds, 67%, are very or somewhat worried that prices are rising fast. I mean, that's all of us, but the majority of it is coming from this age group. Close to half of women, 50 to 64, compared to men, uh, say that they've taken unplanned negative actions, such as skipping medical care because it's too expensive, prioritizing the health of a loved one over their own, skipping and reducing prescription med drug uh, uh, due to cost. An unexpected expense of $1,000 would be a major setback for four in 10 women. That's 42% of women 50 to 64 compared to three in 10 of men. Fewer than one in 10 women 50 to 64 are very confident. Fewer than one in 10 are very confident that they have enough money to live comfortably due to their retirement age. Only 9%. Listen, this is a lot of Americans, but this is specifically with women have the highest rates. Women 47% of women in that age group who lack confidence 
and having enough money for comfortable retirement cite the reasons. Social Security not being enough to meet, make ends meet, not having saved enough for retirement, not being confident in the economy, not making enough money to save for retirement. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. They become a burden on everybody. They're not going to be working and hustling. That career is going to be a done. Rapso, Rapsy. Let's get to these super chats, man. I don't say this to just put women down. I say this as a man who has a mother, a daughter, an ex-wife, and countless female relatives. I have four sisters. Okay. Not saying all, any of or all of them will be in this situation. However, I better be very, and not only that, I put myself out there and hustle to do to do the work. And if it just so happens that I am the one who worked hard to achieve, guess who's going to have to be the one that they're pointing to to come fix the bullshit? Hey, uh, help me out. Hey, why don't you help out? Oh, we got we to gotta bury these people and we got to do this and I'm on my last leg and I'm going to do. You see what I mean? When you step ahead and you go out and be somebody. Then they come pointing at you. You see what I mean? And this is not just me. This is everybody. Every man that we tell to live the free agent lifestyle and go live up your life and go get it. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to be pointing at you. Oh, you this and that. You just doing this. And what about family? They're going to blame me. Everybody that doesn't have their shit together, they're going to blame me. It's crazy. Yeah, man. This is what you got to move to another country. All right. Shout out to John Angelo says, what's up, coach? Just got back from San Diego. Worked the weekend. Gents learn a trade. It pays off. But if my baby mama terrorist ask, I ain't got no job. Indeed. I ain't got no job. Shout out to Ninja Snuggle says, coach, the same PUA with the Mohawk was on the hot seat two months ago with JLP. I'll have to check it out. Labor Moore, it must be nice to be able to laugh these days, huh? He says, oh, yeah, sweetheart. It's wonderful to have the last laugh. Coach gang full life. Men get the last laugh. Andrew, or sorry, Anthony D91 says, I'm a underage 31-year-old. He says, booked a week trip to Columbia. A friend immediately invited herself. She brought a ticket yesterday. Wow. He says, I told her I'm going to need that center cut if she plans on staying in my Airbnb. You better get that, pound that out before you get there. Kazam's Way says, Android 18 is who I always wanted. Right? I, this is great news. All right, shout out to her, those nice little androids. McGinnis says, Coach, what's going to get men is that when the AR, AI starts looking at your browser and cookies and history, Seeing that prawn you like and building a virtual chick based on your preferences to get you hooked. This is true. This is based on the movie um, Ex Machina is what people don't know. Ex Machina was that where they looked at your history to build the AI that you want, your perfect AI model. Coffee fan is in here. Thomas Cripps is in here. Cause uh, shout out to Abel Returns to Eden. The siren song of relationships equals an enticing but dangerous appeal, especially a misleading one. The cure equals monk mode. Wow. Schedule P, my ex-wife is letting her female friend and her son move in with her. Mm. Guys, you're going to see that a lot. Women moving in with each other and baby mamas, disastrous. He says, until the friend gets back on her feet. 
mm, I feel bad for my kids. I only have 50 50. Until she gets on her feet, which is almost never. Java says, Coach, my mom always tries to guilt trip me. She wants to move in with me and tells me I should take care of her. Hell to the gnaw. Give me the Mexican music. Of course. Son, what are you going to do? You got to take care of your mama. All right. You going to throw me out in these streets? Cash app, no business on cash app. Maybe they terminated my account. I have no idea, but there's no cash apps, but no problem, gentlemen. We do this for the best edutainment show here on YouTube. Let's see what Vimo got going on. Macaroni Tony, he's got a lot to say. Um, Let's see here. Did I get, no, let me get no government name, says coach, a life hack for many of your young listeners is to become friends with the old heads at pickup basketball and or the gym. I have friends 20 years older than me that give me all kind of free game just because I would ask questions and listen to advice. That is true. Actually, one of my closest friends was um a, a guy that I was a friend with. I was a friend with his son in high school. Like I was an older high school student going into my junior college. Uh, my freshman year, and these guys were the youngest dudes around the high school. Uh, they were still in high school, but we were buddies. But I ended up being cooler with his father, right? And I always ho- uh, hung out with older heads. Always hang out with older heads. These, these guys been through it. Most of the time, they've been through the bullshit. All right, that's true. Macaroni Tony, he says, they out here trying to find Frankenstein. Yes, out here trying to uh, create a guy. By combining parts from various boyfriends of the past. Wow. Shout out to YouTube. Trash Talker says another great show. I do have one more segment. Ah, no, we're getting late. We'll save it for tomorrow. He also says, once again, you're right. I have several female friends that by the time we were sophomores and juniors, they were considered legally an adult because they went through the emancipation process. These chicks were dating local mixtape SoundCloud rappers or their managers at their job. Guys, the emancipation thing is a big deal. Watch out. Um, 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 if they're four, 14 through 17, they'll go get emancipated. I actually met a girl at the junior college, and she got emancipated, and I was like, damn. Like, she was already older, though. But that was one of her things. I was like, shit. Crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And uh, they end up being the human resource department here at the Coach Greg Adams channel as well. Macaroni Tony, this is my last one, but isn't it funny how women are supportive of women? Yet, I've never heard or seen a lot of female drug dealers. I wonder why. The hustle's too bad, but a lot of them will hide coke up in there. (laughs) They will transport the drugs and the money. Wow. Shout out to Carlo for his co-sponsorship today. All right, shout out to everybody. He says, yet the emotional manipulation. Yeah, it's actually crazy out here. So anyway, did I get PayPal? I might show PayPal some love. People are going to be like, you forgot PayPal. You've got mail. Oh, man, there's quite a bit of them on here. So we might have to uh, we might have to handle these PayPals real quick. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. We're going to handle these PayPals, and I might show you that clip I wanted to show you. Hang, 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 hang them low, hang tight. 
So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt, and women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us who did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, we got super chats. Uh, let me see. I got Deadly Edley. Shout out to Deadly Edley. What did you got to say? Um, he says, uh, install AI onto a SEX doll will be one step closer to replacing unfixable females, but society will crumble. All right, society. I don't think that's going to be, uh, you know, I'm sure people who want one can get one already. All right, KW says, Kevin says, for those interested in AI, Learn what the Turing test is. You're going to hear that term a lot this year, the Turing test. Interesting. Did anybody see the movie Megan? That scared the piss out of me um, in terms of what AI can do already. So I'm a little bit concerned. I'm a little bit concerned about that damn AI. Uh, that Look at the movie Megan. I don't want no AI doll. Maryland guy just got home from my job in Baltimore, got into an argument with a girl at work today when she mentioned the gender pay gap and that I probably make more money than her. I tried telling her that men generally make more money on average because women take maternity leave and they don't do dangerous jobs like men. She said men get paid more for the same job as women. They just don't get it. Yeah, Megan was good, but that damn thing. Look, they just don't get it. Like, what are you talking about, ma'am? The gender pay gap is something that, look, they're full of excuses. They're full of excuses. It's pretty simple. The gender pay gap is a choice gap. If a job is paying a woman a different salary than the male, they have the same goofy-ass title, which they make up these titles for them. But if they have the same title, it would be illegal. <laughs> mm. But I wouldn't even get into that argument with them. It's a waste of time to get them to understand. It would be illegal for the job to do that. From free from slavery, the wall is karma for how females treated us in their prime. Well, the joke's always on us. And this is why it's important that you, because there's some women like, there's some old raggedy old men out here. Yeah, there are. There are. But it's sad. Mr. Ant, the great coach, my ex-wife going to be out in them streets if she ever tried to come back talking about I need somewhere to stay or help. A short memory is what caused me to go through what I went through with her. Best believe I got a long-ass memory now. Give her the buzzer. I have it on record right now. I do not fall for that. Well, that's the mother of your child. Better for her to have a palace and, and uh, than to have her in poverty. Nope. No. <laughs> All right. Old school thinking. That's boomer thinking. Not I, says the fly. I ask will not. Shout out to John, Johnny Anderson. Ladies today, 
I'm sorry, ladies, tomorrow is your last day of the month. And he says, you know what is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Indeed, it is due. Shout out to Jose. I feel bad for these garden <laughs> implements, but I have an effing long memory or a long effing memory. My ex-wife just got dumped by the guy she left me for after putting two babies in her. Got the weird message the other day. Hey, LOL, laughs in peace, quiet and freedom. Guys, man, look, they doing y'all favors out here. Guys, they doing y'all favors. Lord have mercy. They be doing y'all favors out here. The Jimmy ZTT. First and foremost, ladies, my mom's basement has hot pockets. I would look into a relationship with an older woman, but on Sundays, I check out what action is going on on certain websites. The junior college is always calling living the free agent lifestyle for life is the only true answer these days. All right. It's the only true answer these days. Sad, sad reality. I know, man. I, I, for my perspective, you know, people try to compare 40 year old men and 40 year old women. We are not the same. It is not the same. I, I don't get why people be like, it's the, you're, you're single and lonely too. And you're in these streets coach. Like, no, it is not even closely remotely the same. We have not lived the same lives. Shout out to, uh, uh, we're going to call you, uh, man, who is this? Oh, it's loud pockets. Yo, coachy. I'm developing feelings for a flat back. Well, you know what happens there from there, sir. You actually volunteering. So when she do what they want, you know, and he also says, yo, coachy, but they winning. This is the other argument where guys are like, these hoes winning. Is there any women in here? Is there any women that are above 50 doing it and doing it well? Right. Any women here that want to speak up <laughs> and be like, no, coach, you're wrong. I'm 50 and I'm fabulous. I can live on my own and go on vacation when I want. Ladies, anybody? I know there's one in here. Let me see if we got a little bit of time here. I'm going to see if I can pull this video up. Let me see. Uh, where is it at? I was looking at this earlier. Let me see. This was from, oh, this is the, this is going to be Courtney Ryan. <laughs> Courtney Ryan. She doing the Lord's work. 500, half a million subscribers. I remember she was, my channel was bigger than hers, but she out here doing it. Good for her. Um, She has the boyfriend that does the watches, the husband. This is a long ass interview, but I want to see, where is it at? Okay. So Courtney interviewing women now. Look at this piece of chalk, uh, caramel, caramel kisses. She got, she got everything put in the right spot. Don't put no babies in her. She going to blow up though. But look, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. All right. All right. Let me see here. Let's see if we can do this. Oh man. What happened to the teeth? Okay. What happened to her teeth? Lord have mercy. That's disappointing. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell y'all something. Black community, listen up right now. I'm going to tell you this one more time. Black community, stop sacrificing your children's teeth. Mm. 
This is getting out of control. Braces, I know it's a big commitment to put braces on your kid's mouth. But trust me, I know y'all got all the Jordans and the rims and all of that shit too. You got the money. Put some braces on these damn kids' face. This woman would be a, a good-looking woman. She's already a good-looking woman, but goddamn her teeth look like the swinging gate. Man, just put the money on their teeth. This is terrible, man. My, the black community always not doing this. You know who else does this? The Asian community, man. They teeth be jacked. All right, you'd be like, God dang, man. Put some braces on these kids' faces, man. Or Invisalign or something. This is a waste. I mean, come on, man. Then I then she wants to get braces on, and she way too old. This is a oh, okay. We working with something here. This yeah, this working with something. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> man, this is terrible, man. God dang. And by the way, this leads to stanky breath when your teeth is all jacked up. Courtney Ryan had an edit on this video. I can't find it right now. Breath be stanking, teeth all wide open, decay. All right, let me see if I can find it. Let me stop sharing. This might be the end of the show. I'm going to mark it up for tomorrow. How about we do that? How about we mark it up for tomorrow? But anyway, somebody says plot. Yeah, somebody said plot twist. She'll curve me. She'll be like, and eh. by the way, a lot of these women will talk about why they, um, the men that they're selecting. So I'm going to mark it up for tomorrow with Courtney Ryan. A lot of these women that you see here, I'm going to pull it back up on the screen. These women are saying, a couple of these women are saying he has to be a millionaire over six foot two to for me to consider them. Let's go ahead and pop these women back on the screen. We'll probably set this up for tomorrow. Uh, some of these women were asked if you had a guy that was five foot four but made 250 or six foot two and made 70, which one would you pick? Right? Questions like this. Like these are the women right here. Courtney Ryan does not disappoint. She always brings the most average, plainest looking people with the highest, worstest expectations in America. Look at, wait, hold on for a second. Look, look at this shit right here. Look. Now, this one said she don't care about the money. Look at this. Look, wait a minute. I know she looks familiar. She definitely looks familiar right here. Master Splinter. Master Splinter. Look. And you wonder why, look, man, I'm telling you, man, the dating marketplace is absolutely defunct right now. Look, somebody's tomboy cousin. Who little homegirl is that? Who little homegirl is this? These people are going to be out there. Look, oh, wait a minute. There's another one right here. Wait, where, where's the Blaine Jane? Let me go back. Th look, these people are like, oh, he got to have money. He got to have this. He got to be this height. Look, look at this, bro. These people. Got unreasonably high expectations. And then they think they got time. First 20 years, they're like, what's the rush? I'll find the man I want. And they're all sharing the same dude. They're all waiting for the... Now, this is just, you know, this is the internet. Look at this right here. Milk of magnesia. This the internet. They can say what they want to say. But these are the women here that are like, yep, he got to be the, He got to be this. He got to be that. Oh, boy. We are definitely in some really, really struggling time. Shout out to Carlos says, rest my guy. Long live CGA. Yes, indeed, man. Oh, rent's due tomorrow? Or is that tomorrow, tomorrow? 
Let me clear everything out. I'm going to go get some sleep, man. I'm going to go get some sleep. This is a reprehensible day, man. So she has at least one boyfriend. Who does? Now let me check the loud pocket. All right, we done, brother. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all. We'll be back in the morning. Uh, Watch yourself on the flatbacks out here. Okay, and peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it, and put the PIN number, and boom, money just comes right out.